Thanks to Shudder for supporting FilmSack. Shudder is the streaming service with the best selection of horror, thriller, and supernatural movies from Hollywood favorites and cult classics to original series and new films. To try Shudder free for 30 days, go to Shudder.com and use the promo code FilmSack. Three men of the planet, hear me. You gather together in secret for the last time. You suffer under the yoke of General Katana's rule for the last time. And you stand without a leader for the last time. Will you lead us, Ramirez? No, I'm not your leader. Could be fish. Fish live in the lake. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 534. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Man, 2024 looks like shit done away. And nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And nothing from Dunaway. Uh, zero. Oh, Scott, you have the best timing. Nothing. <laughs> okay, he's back. He made it. And I'm going to say it again. Hey, it's Brian. Man, 2024 looks like shit Dunaway. Yeah, well, 2022 isn't so great either. All right. Oh, hi. This week's Film Sack movie made me question everything. Like, is there a God? And if so, why does he allow this movie to exist? And... Can snakes really scream? And what is going on over there on that street mattress? Dude, that is not how you treat a lady of the night. And how does a train have to be going? How fast does a train have to be going before your eyes bug out of your face? Is that 600 miles per hour? I guess so. Laughing maniacally. And why does Virginia Madsen get turned on by beheadings? I mean, like, do me right here against this wall, you sexy beheaded beast. Kind of turned on. And could it have been fish? Fish live in the lake. I've seen it. It was fish. Anywho, I hope Sean Connery gets better soon and that you find a way to forgive this movie for her breaking its only rule. There should have been only one. Whatever. I guess if the ozone layer can heal itself, so can I. Randy, chop my head off and end this misery, as is your way. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. I don't think you like this movie very much. That's going to be <laughs> that's gonna be my takeaway. Uh, also with us, Randy, he sent the porcupine hitmen to the future, Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Thanks for coming. Not that you had any choice, for you are an immortal, and you were drawn to me in this hour of need by your own inability to understand the world you now find yourself in. Hundreds of years after your memories end, and everything around you is so very strange and incomprehensible. Well, have I got good news for you. Mm. Everything is just as stupid today as it used to be. You're going to have no problems doing whatever you want as long as you follow my three rules for immortals. Number one, to understand this world particularly quickly. 
all you need to do is watch a bunch of movies. So I'm going to say Blade Runner, Lawrence of Arabia, and Top Gun to start. Then I want you to watch a couple of seasons of a TV show called Scrubs. Number two, yeah. no money, no problem. You can always barter for what you need with a single pearl earring. Hell, they'll let you smoke a cigar in a tailor shop if you give them a single pearl earring. You're the king of Scotland now. Number three, if all else fails... Just let them shoot you. Who cares? You're an immortal. And you know that mortal women, you can just put them in the trunk. You put them in yeah. the trunk of the car. No one ever shoots the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> you have a I lot know, of It's like a lead line trunk, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those bullets tore everything to bits but the trunk. You, you know yeah. what's amazing? Yeah. All the crazy stuff that I listed was crazy. We didn't even cross over between me and Randy. That's how much no, crazy was, shit is in this there's movie. There's so yeah. much crazy in this. There's so much, plenty of crazy to go around. Yeah, I'll bet yeah. you. I'll bet you Brian doesn't do it either. Let's find out. Hey, look who it is. It's Brian. How did we do two movies in a row on Film Sack about a giant ozone yeah. shield over the planet Ibit? No kidding. All right, junior astronomist. Somebody else pick the next movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true, Louise. I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod, but I come from a faraway place called Earth's Past, and I cannot die. But before we get it on in this stinky alley, there's some things you need to know. First off, an evil ruler from the planet Earth's Past uh, <laughs> is sending henchmen to kill me. If they succeed, they'll... I don't know, something with the shield and the ozone layer is not important, but not to worry. I'll be summoning my friend Ramirez, who died in the past but is ethereally bonded to me because of a ritual we performed back on Earth's past. <laughs> ah, that was some good alley sex. Was it good for you? No? Didn't uh, finish? Well, I did, and you know what they say, <laughs> there can be only one. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, that stupid scene. Yeah, Gosh, you obviously it. watched the Renegade cut. Yeah. Because you wouldn't Obviously. have seen the Earth's past if you Earth's past. Oh, okay. So did you did yeah. Tubi have a different version done away than the Renegade? No, no, no. Re Tubi has the same uh, Renegade okay. cut as uh, as Prime. Apparently, oh, hopefully we'll, we'll find out. It's supposed to be the same. Yeah. So well, basic, it's it's basic it's, story that we're seeing. Yeah. Is that this movie uh, came out? Uh, that, so they Highlander went, the quickening. You, you're right. Highlander to the quickening. Yeah. Uh, that they, they went and made it in Argentina because it was going to be really really cheap, and Argentina had just had a, a massive crash and that we had uh, you know, ultra ultra high inflation right and yeah. so you can mm -hmm. go make a movie there and, and it's going to be cheap yeah and the problem is the inflation kept going and going and going and eventually uh the the people who started making the movie got bought out by the people who came along to produce the movie and uh like christopher lambert tried to get out of it and all, all kinds of crazy shit so mm -hmm. so they're making a movie and it's terrible it's this like it's this terrible thing where they they end up going to theaters with a story about uh, Highlanders are from an alien planet, and that explains why they're immortal on Earth, mm -hmm. and they have these magical uh, energy powers and so on. Right. And Super, uh, Superman story, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so that's the version that uh, if you saw it in theaters in the early '90s, that Poor you saw, right? yeah. like Poor me, Ibbet. yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, so then, so, you know, the movie, the movie is super, super cheap. It bombs badly. It gets uh, 0.5 stars from Roger Ebert. It's terrible. And uh, so the people who own it uh, decide to just basically sell the rights to anyone who will give them a dollar. Yeah. And 
so you know, some some people come along and and uh, take some you know some reshoots and some uh, some dropped footage and some footage from the first film, I think, and like mm-hmm. they they make this uh, this new cut. And in the new cut, they completely eliminate the idea of the alien planet being Zeist. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Zeist. Zeist. Yeah, mm. yeah. And they completely eliminate it. They give they give a, a, a weird uh, Lawrence of Arabia backstory to these guys, and then <laughs> right. and then they just basically ignore anything that might have connected the first and second films. Now, apparently, the uh, the theatrical release really ignored the connection, but it also had a little, it tried to explain some stuff yeah. in the, and apparently in this renegade cut, they're just like, Nope, we're not even going to try. We just want to get rid of that alien planet idea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they got rid of that. And, and, they, altogether. and they got rid of a, a, a bit of it, right? Like there's still, yeah. there's that whole scene where Virginia Madsen is saying, so you're from there and you're immortal here, but you're here. mortal there. And, you know, it's like, oh, I guess we didn't get uh, Madsen in to do any any new VR <laughs> or VO work or anything like that. Yeah, there was a lot of that where you could hear because I what Randy described just now is, is kind of what I read just before watching this. But I thought we were seeing some original thing because they didn't say Renegade mm-hmm. on the screen. So I thought, well, all right, yeah. it's good to know that exists and know what they changed. So now I can hear the difference. And then when I heard it all and kind of heard them skirt around the Zeist planet. I went, yes. Oh, okay. This is that one. But then I, she would say something and I'd go, now, wait a minute. You're not supposed to mention the planet right. because right. you're not supposed the to planet. mention aliens. Virginia. First rule about Zeist club. Yeah. Is, uh, right. <laughs> don't talk about Zeisty. Zeist. I, What's funny is there's a, pro- we... there's a province in Argentina called Zeist, which is hilarious. Like, Oh, is there really? Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. La- if they named last it week, that, but. Last week, we, when we started talking about watching this again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing this on TV, and I couldn't remember anything about it. But I had no idea there would be so many connections to Geostorm that I would feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> this know, is almost right? exactly what happened to Geostorm. Crappy movie at first, re-edits. You know, you know just- what's wild to me is that I, I was thinking, you know, this could have gone the other way. If they had given the Alien Planet stuff to Geostorm. Right. It, like, Geostorm might have been a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now we need to we need to do a supercut of Geostorm yes. slash Highlander two. Yeah, I'm on it. Go. You know what? It You're still not... doesn't explain how how they had guns that they brought with them to the future or the past or those porcupine guys. Like when he said, "I want right. you to go to the future." No, I think that the you original... say porcupine, but I thought they were birds. Oh, they look like porcupines. Uh, look like porcupines. They look like uh, hedgehogs. I was thinking that they were um, Bowser's children. <laughs> Interesting. I was thinking they were more birds because they had like this whole, you know, they, they oh, the, whole the way they move their heads and stuff. And they had like a little yeah. plumage, a little plumage on the top of their head. That's yeah, what I, I thought it so. was like. They're you know weird. what? Yeah, the way they move their heads was very bird-like. I'll give you that. Yeah. Right? It's My request weird. for you is please let's not spend this whole episode asking how certain things worked in this movie. <laughs> because we'll be here for six hours. Yeah. Yes. It is it like the main thing I, I just ended up writing over and over in my notes is it's magic. Like yeah. seriously, right. it is just it's a magic. kind of magic, Randy. Yeah. 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 I kept yeah. writing I kept writing incomprehensible. Yeah. Is I think <laughs> what I kept writing. There's a lot of that. There but you know what I'm yeah. gonna give okay, here's the part I told you pre show that you might be surprised about. The only piece of credit I'm gonna give this movie. I think some of these special effects are actually pretty freaking good. Oh, some of the shots are hmm. are uh, amazing. Not all of them. So, some of the some of the raw DNA uh, scene to scene 
Mm-hmm. Kind of. Some of it. Some of it really works. I just think you're. I just think you're fake. I think your fake electricity stuff looked pretty good. I think the train, even right. though that train seems worthless, the the effect oh, of it was flying the through train. there was cool uh right. there even you know though it, you know, it didn't work throw in john c mcginley puppet out of the window oh, oh yeah that, I thought that was good. okay that was i really i need to watch it again yeah you need to watch it again because his uh like his arms flail around like they they looked at it and probably said oh maybe we should have put something stiff in his uh, arms and yeah. legs yeah so. yeah he's full-on ragdoll out of that window for sure <laughs> yeah. and not even yeah. good ragdoll where you know it obeys where your joints are it's like right like, nope. like made out of foam here's, here's the thing though Dr. Cox is the best thing in this movie. He is pretty good. Um, I will um, say he is something in this movie. How about that? He's yeah. the best thing in this movie. Every scene he's in is the are the best scenes in the movie. Mm. And so, like, I was fully invested at the, at the point where he and uh, uh, Jester are basically, uh, you know, like, are, are, are at the end of their relationship, right? That's that yeah. scene that we're talking about. Like, you can tell... Um, they've both had enough of each other <laughs> and, and you know, who's gonna, who's gonna lose out in this exchange. Um, I was just like on the edge of my seat. It was actually, I thought yeah. this is actually good film. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I, I you yeah, have to ask I enjoyed- yourself, it, it reminds me of like, you know, how people say, Oh, that guy, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is I had a dream about it last night, but, um, uh, and that oh. must've been, that means the movie was somewhat impactful, but anyway, um, the, the argument people will make that, Oh, he didn't die of COVID. he, he was obese already, or he already had oh, right, um, right. some other thing. underlying conditions. And mm-hmm. so I kept having this dream, or I, it was multiple times last night, where Dr. <laughs> Cox's cause of death was listed as nut crunching. Right. The the fall didn't kill <laughs> like him. It was the look. nut crunching beforehand. <laughs> I, yeah. I've seen... Okay, so you know acting is reacting, and I have seen a lots of people take shots to the nuts or nut damage, and I have never been more convinced that something actually hurt than when uh, John C. McGinley uh, Michael, did his Michael reaction. Ironside had John C. McGinley's testicles in his hands. I think it it's was because amazing. John C. McGinley actually has a face that already looks like his nuts are getting crunched. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. He has that, that kind of face, yeah. He, this was, he, does. he always this, has that expression like, this oh, this kind of hurts. It's like way before we'd seen him in anything, not even office space. You know, yeah, way, I didn't see. Away. I seen... Yeah, I had seen uh, I had seen this movie a long time ago on TV with ads. Reason why I watched it on Tubi so I could have that experience again because <laughs> I love I love hate myself. Yeah, and uh, I I didn't even realize he was in it because I would not have connected the two. I certainly right. didn't what didn't watch Scrubs and go, oh yeah, that's Blake from mm-hmm. Highlander two. There's mm-hmm. no way. So, yeah. nope. I remember I remember Ironsides. I remember Lambert, and I remember uh, um, Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery. Uh, who, by the way, in this film, uh, gets to actually become a James Bond gadget, a single-use James Bond gadget. <laughs> he is a single-use. That and oh, the notes I made on that annoyed the shit so out of weird. me. <laughs> that his whole reason for coming back, the entire reason you bring the back Ramirez, reason. is to make yes. him make a fan not work right or whatever the yes. hell he did. Yeah. yeah, which is basically the watch Just, that has a laser in it that gets uh, you into that one door you couldn't exactly. get into otherwise. Which, which is a, it's a, such a disappointment on every level. But the main thing for for me was uh, we're not supposed to know that he really actually died. Yeah. We're really, we're supposed to come away going, yeah. he might've lived, right? Yeah. He, or or he never be resurrectable or something right. like that. Yeah. He's, he's definitely not dead. He is, he is according to what, oh God, according to the logic of, of this movie, he can be summoned 
over yeah. and over again right. as right. McLeod so some meets video him. Game, so, some video right. game deal where you can kind of summon your companion so just right. for that one thing you need. Yeah. So if that's going to be the case, and by the way, there's plenty of time for him to run out the door too. I, yeah. I don't oh, know. Like, yeah. The whole, the whole, the whole concern in that room is that they can't get a door open. So yeah. if his energy magic makes it so that the doors <laughs> pop open, he, they, what they should have done is have him almost escape. Like the first yeah. two go out and then Ramirez runs toward the door and gets almost out, but the door crush it, closes again, like crushes his legs or something. So you know he's going to live because he's an immortal, right? Yeah, but right. they have to go on. They have to go on and continue the adventure. Like how did we not – how do we not see that? Why, why do we not get yeah. that? Or have his I, have his super bagpipes, amazing grace powers, uh, open the door too, <laughs> and he can't do both. So he basically has to like mm-hmm. keep the fan from crushing him, and then yeah. I gotta shift my power to open the door for you, and then they fly out the <laughs> door and crushes him. I really I, think I, that maybe the funniest comparison you made is that James Bond's single use gadget is a very very yeah, funny, it's a very very. Funny very thing. Hit, I wish we had show titles for the show. And let us and, and let us take a, let's take a moment, by the way, and ask. What the hell is that fan room? And what it is a head chopping. It's a head chopping room specifically made for head chopping. The only thing that can kill our heroes. Yes. Well, you know, it's it's for cooling the giant laser, and sometimes you need to really compress the air to cool it, so they have to bring the fan down. Yeah. Uh, When you have a fan tower, sometimes the fan needs to move up and down the bottom twenty feet. Okay. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. It's uh. It's a. It's a real. This thing goes uh, places. What I didn't get to say though was uh, back to the effects thing. The the ozone thing and the yeah. uh, the actual device to Shield. make it and those big beams shooting up in the sky, mm-hmm. I just thought all that looked way better than I ex- I didn't expect anything. Yes, to look because good. apparently six years after this movie was made, the all the special effects, all the visual effects were re recreated uh, yeah. okay. and, and over and laid over. Six the Six years later, so that would have been like ninety six, ninety seven. Ninety seven is what I read. Okay, then. that's crazy. So that makes it a little yeah. bit more sense. I mean, this movie's you know parked two years before. Uh, Jurassic JP. Park and everything's about to change right. and you know uh-huh. get crazy t- high tech uh-huh. and everything and then you know those those effects looked good and I thought no way these are supposed to look good this is a shit movie yeah. from top to bottom so the fact that somebody did okay. that somebody somewhere cares Wait. About that movie, what do you, I, I, <laughs> or they're just was, trying to salvage a thing that would end up on their resume, and they're like, "Oh right. man, people are going to look back and see this film on my resume and have to, you know, hire me. I better do something. Let me see if I can get in and kind of rejigger some of these special effects." Right. Well, and what's crazy is nowadays it would cost you a lot of money, but you could make you could make a movie like this look really, really good, yeah. you know, oh, and and, yeah. and and in some guy's bedroom, like you wouldn't mm-hmm. require a, yeah. a big studio. <laughs> what would you be doing? Oh, this Final Cut Pro and. Bedroom. You're in, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. It's. Uh, I like. I like this guy keeps all of his equipment in his bedroom. I don't know. He could have a small office in his house, but no, <laughs> in his uh, bedroom. Brian, we're all podcasters. Yes. Yeah. We all <laughs> work out of our bedrooms. Yeah. Okay, okay. If you guys say so, that's where Randy's but, uh, sitting right now. He's got. I've seen it. He's got all his stuff right there. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Literally got, in his bedroom. Got my dog right behind me on the yeah, bed, roll, yeah. rolling around this on the is, bed. Yeah, yeah. we are living. Brian Dunaway calling from my bedroom. <laughs> my bedroom. <laughs> Talking about film. I, it's. <laughs> it's actually like the more I think about it, like I'm. I'm glad I watched it yesterday and then had a night to sleep on it, and now we're talking about it because the more I think about it, the more there are parts of this movie that i really enjoy and i'm glad we saw like i say scenes are fine some of the scenes are fine the 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 scene in the in the tailor shop is ridiculous 
It is mm-hmm. so stupid. And it's like yeah, someone really crafted that scene. You know, like yeah. there was a there was a second unit director working with Sean Connery and all the others who really cared to make that scene look fun mm-hmm. and to to have fun with it. Everybody mm-hmm. was having the, a blast. Well, it seemed like this it. movie. Yeah. It seemed like yeah. it. This movie is go ahead. I was going to I was going to say that this (laughs) we talk about this all the time like this movie. okay, so this movie takes itself a little bit too serious and it kind of hurts it. But I will say this. Every scene looks like everybody is having the effing time of their life and they've totally bought in to selling what they've got there. They are trying to sell it. Yeah. I'm glad every, I'm glad I did scene. let you finish on that because I'm going to yeah, slightly ahead. disagree with you. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I think everybody looked like they were having fun, but I don't think that everybody thought of this movie as being a serious film. I right. think there was somebody who thought, you know, this is kind of a comedy, right? I'm going to do this weird commercial for this ghost <laughs> cooking show. Um, and I'm going to do this weird flight video of uh, right. people screaming as they're putting their parquet margarine tubs over their faces. And I'm going to do the uh, the fainting doctor going, Larry, before he falls down. I think there's somebody involved in this film who thought, I think this is a comedy, right? Let's do some comedy right. stuff. I, you know, I, I think that's a valid point, the way you said. I think maybe I didn't express it properly, but yeah, I think the movie itself takes it too, itself too serious. But everybody looks like they're having fun. Okay. And maybe yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe like, it's a little more serious. Seriously, Sean Connery is smoking a cigar while getting outfitted for Highland dress, weirdly. Yes. I don't understand why <laughs> we need to like he wants he wants a he wants a modern suit and they make him look a hundred years old already coming out the yeah, door. They really just right. They just but, really move his outfit up maybe twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like there's a shot of him standing there and at some point they've uh, they've overcorrected and they've got a sash on him and the tailor yeah. walks yeah. by and just rips the Satch off, it's yeah. just hysterical. Yeah. I was yeah. laughing so hard. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, you know, like again, it, that's the weird thing I came away from. I knew we were going to watch one of the worst yeah. movies ever made, but I yeah. didn't expect to find little moments of not quality, but just like, oh, I can tell they had fun here. Or did you notice right. Scott the the terrible animated airplane at when we first saw <laughs> oh <my laughs> the plane? Those were those horrendous. Were but I laughed. Those were airplane hilarious. Yeah, and that's. And that's not an airplane that's made for trans transcontinental flights. No, no. Well, it was Nothing it is. was in the 1950s. Yeah, but that's right. not where that they was mean. the kind of plane that would have crossed the ocean. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the not where the technology had no idea where it was supposed to exist in this yeah. film. Yeah. Technology, not any of the not any of the 90s no yeah. or 2024s that we saw in this film. Yeah, by we, the way, we, 2024 apparently we're all going to have outdoor uh, jukeboxes. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's so right. I, yeah. I guess it was kind of like I, mm, I don't want to defend the movie. Um, they, they did like kind of a regressive technology future, which was yeah. kind of interesting because, you know, they covered the whole world up to block it because mm-hmm. the ozone layer had a hole that grew until it was gone. And oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, uh, the even, point was really that we were, we were all in that. the dark dank. We were in the dark dank and we, we had to adjust <laughs> our technology to address the dark dank, no satellites yeah. in space. I, yeah. I think that 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 ozone thing was intended for another movie. They felt like they needed something more than just, uh, Ironside sending, uh, people forward. Right. <laughs> uh, From and they needed planet. some other, uh, some other 
reason for for there to be a conflict, and they they borrowed this from another film that was being made at the time or it stole. Does it does right. feel right. like that, right? And I don't understand. This is the same director, right? Same creative mind, yeah. same creators, uh, Russell writers. Russell who's yeah. Great he's for the a, first a, Highlander and a and an incredible music video director. Yeah, there you like, go. Look, all the his career is insane. He has an insane yeah. career. He's got an amazing lineup of stuff, including other movies and TV shows, and even recent stuff he did for Netflix and some other things. Where he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, he's a qualified, quite it, respected director. What the frick happened here? That's part yeah. of the reason why this movie is great scene to scene because every one of them is a music video mm-hmm. setup trying to be stitched together and it's hard sometimes to understand what uh what is what was intentional and what just happened to be in you know indirectly intentional because of the edit you can usually you can usually point at setting right like if if anything else if everything else is all mixed up the setting should be the most intentional thing exactly And, and so the city noir that we're talking about is like that 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 should give you an idea of ultimately what the director wanted the film to look like and it's just hysterical that when for some for some yeah blade runner <laughs> yeah. only only uh, like blade runner is the og city noir right 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 but but there's other there's lots of others that you can pull from and and this film d- didn't want to just look like blade runner right like with the big tv screens everywhere right rain, so it was mm-hmm. rain. so there was this uh, yeah there was this like taxi driver aspect to it right mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah and, and the taxi driver he gives you his full name by the way yeah. when you uh he, get in the car Made me laugh so much. I he may be the single best thing in this movie. Drinking his beer oh, and no. getting excited when the sword comes through. My name the- is Jerry Pritchard. Scumbag. <laughs> scumbag. Scumbag. Shit scumbag. scumbag. Yeah. scumbag. Out of control. Yeah. I love my sister. Forget it. The movie also I, for, for a again, rated R I don't film. Wanna, no, go ahead. I don't want to argue with you, Brian, but I just want right. to say John C. McGinley's the best thing in this movie. And, <laughs> well, you know. We're we're picking pretty crappy fruit off a pretty crappy tree, but yeah, <laughs> for sure. There's yeah. just a there's just a thing here. There's a movie inside a movie where Blake John C. McGinley's character is named Blake is uh, running this corporation that basically controls the world. That's a trope, yeah. boy. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. like yeah. fact, yeah. insane trope. That's a fun one, and they're always young and super tied up in a suit and all of that, and looking like right. him. So we're gonna play a trope. Tonight. Worth it. And yeah. he's he's surrounded by yes men who all sit at a big uh, boardroom table, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> in a dark in a dark smoky room, like uh, yeah. a room that doesn't have any overhead lights, just gets its light from the the uh, thin tall windows alongside. Yeah, yeah. It, it always to, feels to like uh, uh, noir. It's always like Bat- they always did that in Batman, or at least the Nolan yes. Batman's. Like uh, anytime you had to go into Wayne Tech, you were like, "Well, shit, the, someone yeah. turn on a and damn the Tim light. Burton Batman's for sure that's, too." Had yeah. that. That's what yeah. it feels like. It felt like Tim Burton's Gotham uh, several times. I was like, even some of the shots. The, the man, I'll tell you, they they had the crane on call. It's like, oh, time for a crane <laughs> shot, especially in the opera scene in the very opening. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. almost thought we was going to have a good movie mm-hmm. when I watched the yeah. opening scene. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, yeah, this is going to this is freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's both. There's both the opera, which is uh, the the Dada Gamarung show, and Hamlet is happening in a, yes. in a, right. another sort right. of like another location. It's not. It's not the same time, right? Because it's a vastly right. different time. But right. it feels like it. It feels like we're jumping back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. And kind so of funny talk about time. for Randy and I mm-hmm. uh, to see that Goddard Amrung uh, opera being played because that was 
what one of the safes was based on in the movie we just watched for yeah, recommendals on TMS. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Damarung. Damarung. I didn't. Uh, know by that. the way, how about that lip syncing on the? Uh, it's not over <laughs> yeah, until the skinny lady lip syncs. I, I, in, I instantly <laughs> saw that. I was like, "Wow, that is so not her voice." <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Yeah, Let's but move you know, on. 91, whatever. I mean, not every, I shouldn't say 91. This is, I sound like Dunaway where I'm blaming everything on the ears. No, this is like, a, this, is, this is like a, just a thing movies do. And they, if you don't get yeah, the right lip sync quality, well, what are you going to do? And I can, I can live with it if the following hour and a half is good. But I, right. You know. But I certainly felt like, uh, McLeod kind of sitting in that opera theater while I was watching this movie mm-hmm. just daydreaming about the previous movie mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right yeah as he's sitting there watching the it opera didn't... he's thinking about Highlander 1 I was too I was Wait. too uh... <laughs> so what was going on in that scene I was going to go back and I said no I'm not subject I'm not subjecting myself to that I said forget it I'm not uh, doing it but there, he's like I watched he's it like, twice so I might be able to tell oh, you okay so he you know he falls asleep uh, Lambert does McLeod he falls asleep during the opera thing and yeah. then then he wakes up and he looks over and I'm thinking, Oh, this is kind of a cloak and dagger kind of situation going on here. He's, right. you know, he's, he's signaling he the other guy. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. He waves his buddy. And I mean, I'm like, okay. And now what? And I was yeah, like, nothing, nothing from nothing. that. I think that was, I think something got deleted. Cause there's the, like he looks with his little skinny opera glasses across the way right. and sees, uh, what's his face who, Naaman? um, Naaman, right. The, yeah. the head of the planet ozone. Right. The, the, his, his, his good buddy who, Helped him uh, create and build the shield. Oh my God! Why is he building the shield? Yeah, okay. and he gives him like not just a not a wave, but like a high sign, like a yeah, yeah, yep, all right, all right. Now, like, now we and, go to the next scene. E- exactly, and then nothing <laughs> comes of that ever. Nothing. That is that signal is the chick okay. in the bucket. Oh yeah, okay, good. yeah. I was gonna, that's what I wrote down. Then. Well good. done. Grab a bucket. That's we totally also, it. Yeah, we also have a, a chick in the bucket with the o- older woman who hates him because he uh, yeah beats him in the bar. Oh, the yeah. rusty she, swimmer. Yeah. Apparently, she lives in this diner, and uh, she just she she just walks out. But then, uh, hoping that he shows up sometime. Yeah, yeah. and then the the yeah. rest of the movie, she's just hanging out right outside the diner that she you know yeah. marched out of. <laughs> rusty swimmer well, is point, the actress's name. Go ahead. Yeah, her whole point is to cut his hands so that he can see that that. Uh, he's back to being immortal because yeah, the yeah. the porcupine twins have arrived. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's or, right. Because now, yep, now or, well, okay. Yeah. I got a question about that. If yeah, when he, I don't. Okay, in the movie, you're you're supposed to kind of go. Well, did the fire do it? Like, did he? Yeah. is that what cleaned him or made him young again or whatever? But I think what it is is the minute you take a soul or another Highlander, yeah, yes. even though these are the whole Zeist planet yeah. creatures or whatever, uh, then he's renewed. Right, you yeah, reset right. back to your That's safe the story point. here. In right. the, apparently, in the original theatrical version, uh, that that woman, the the drunk woman, wasn't even a part of it. He gets cut by a taxi driver or by a oh. drunk in the street or something. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, instead, okay. that she he gets uh, cut by the drunk in the uh, in the bar, Rusty Swimmer, yeah. who is in, in his mother things, and uh, she. I think she does. I what really hate know, not. What do we know her, her from, dude? I feel like I feel like I know. Oh, her she's from been somewhere. in like the perfect storm. She always plays. She the doesn't big, say two weeks. The does big she lady. In total recall. No, always, that's not her. That's a different <laughs> no, woman. She's, no, no, no. The perfect storm. She plays Irene Big Red Johnson in North Country. She plays Big Betty. She's always this. <laughs> always, always she's plays always a character with the first larger, name Big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not like fat or nothing. But she's just a big she's individual, a big person, imposing woman. Yeah, very much so. But she does like the two weeks later. You're right. It kind of looks like her. I love her name, Rusty. Rusty. 
Rusty Schwimmer is just a rusty great Rusty Schwimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Wouldn't be so rusty if you'd keep it out of the water. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Your Rusty Schwimmer, Schwimmer is when uh, David Schwimmer can't remember his lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, anyway. I knew, it was at, I knew it was in trouble right after opera, the opera scene. I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. Let's see where we're going next. The next scene was uh, uh, McLeod driving down the street, and he's seeing the street people. Uh, it's, it's maybe not to the bar. Anyway, he's seeing the street people, and there's there's a couple of uh, homeless ne'er do wells apparently raping a woman. A, raping a woman? Are they raping a woman? Because well, that's what well, they're, they're, like, they're, they're just flopping, flopping her back around, and forth. They're just, shaking, yeah. they're just shaking her around. I'm like, what is? Yeah, but, I, like, but, but the like implication the, uh, is she's. Being I don't assaulted. know how to rape. Yeah. <laughs> the John C. McGinley doll kind of getting flopped around yeah. there. Yeah, it was uh, so I, weird. Can I point out something really quick? And I don't understand this at all. Rusty right. Schwimmer, I was looking at her, Her, she has a massive list of credits, right? She's yes. like, yeah. anytime you need something. Over one, of her, yeah. one of her earliest credits is the Dirk Diggler story, a short oh. film by Paul Thomas Anderson, where she plays right. uh, a character named Candy Kane. Oh, and yeah. Boogie Nights wouldn't come out for another like what right. ten years or yeah, something. Yeah, he started. Yeah, Boogie Nights was thing. an extension. Like the 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 Dirk Diggler story was the thing that that got him started in that writing. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. there's a lot of there's other movies like that, right? Where a short story preceded your uh, or your right. short film preceded your big blown out thing. I can't think of anything yeah. on my head. Okay, but. so this was a this was a a precursor, like a a short film that inspired Boogie Nights or was the yeah, the beta right. test of Boogie Nights. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But in that but in okay. that short one, she had a giant wiener. That was the difference. <laughs> oh, okay. Dirk, oh, she was also yeah. in Candyman as a policewoman. Oh, I don't remember really? Oh, I don't remember really? That. And, cool. and Jason the Virginia Madsen connection. She's in Jason yeah. Goes to Hell? Awesome. That's yeah. great. Hey, Rusty Schwimmer, you are our MVP this week. Nicely That's done. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the guy who played Dirk Diggler in that short story uh, uh, was, uh, I forget his name, but he was in the Boogie Nights movie. They He had a, he had a cameo as like gotcha. a, just a But it a wasn't, guy. Uh, obviously wasn't oh, Wahlberg. Yeah. Right. That yeah. makes sense. Which... Oh. That's uh, that's the kind of thing I just love. I love about Hollywood history that you have people who are just they are determined to make a movie. They're going to do it at any by mm-hmm, any means mm-hmm. necessary. Yeah. If, and if that means making the same movie over and over, they're yeah, going to do. Why it. not? Yeah, we'll get why, it right eventually. Not. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a hell of a thing. Michael Ironside himself went on the record to say uh, he recalled his experiences in the movie this way. Here's a quote. Yeah, listen, I hated that script. We all did. Me, Chris, Sean, everybody. We were all in it for the money on this one. I mean, it read as if someone had been written or it had been written by a 13-year-old boy. But I, I, yes. But I'd never played a barbarian swordsman before, and this was my first big evil master mind type. Is that true? Wasn't he that in the I had, I, I had if, barbarian if swordsman true, on my bucket list, and I finally got right. to cross it off. No if, kidding. If that's not true, I hope it's true, because that would, that would really well, help scanners, explain scanner, a lot of I attitude. felt like in Scanners, he was, you know, he was that. He was a mastermind. He's always, he's always going to be a bad, like a bad guy, madman kind of thing. Like uh, Space right. Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. He's he's the Overlord. Yeah, there's another one. There you go. But he usually dies quickly in right. But he yeah. this, this but one we, he makes it all the way to the he, he makes it all the way to the final round. I just think one, him right? saying bi- yeah. playing big evil mastermind type. He had definitely done that before ninety one. So I don't know why he's yeah. Says that, I think yeah, the only thing I can recall. think of where he's not a bad guy is uh, Top Gun. Yeah. And Total Recall Total, was Total what, Recall a year comes ago? before this movie. Yeah, like a year before, a couple of years maybe. Wow. 89 90. I, yeah. I love I love Michael Ironside and you know he's on uh, he's on everybody's list of great Canadians and that's you know he's fine. I love but him. 
he is so replaceable in this movie. Literally <laughs> any dude could have played this role. Yeah, probably. Well, he himself was a replacement for Clancy Brown, and they just basically take the Clancy Brown template From, and apply yes, it to Perbin, him. Yeah, instead yeah. of instead of uh, it's better to burn out than to fade away, we get ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If you don't take that thing out and use it once in a while, it's going to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Rust, I loved he, it. He hits, that was he, such a terrible he, line. He, the, there's trivia saying that uh, the Kurgan was supposed to make a cameo and okay. uh, yeah. turned it down. He's like, I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, want to do that. that Clancy said. Brown, who seems like he'll do just about anything, even said he wouldn't do this. I agree. Right. He seems like he would just be up for it, but in this case, not so much. <laughs> right. I guess, so half the reason Sean Connery did it, he got $3.5 million for the role. He gave it all to charity and claims oh. most of the reason he was in the film was because he likes hanging around uh, Chris... Uh, Christopher Lambert, Robert? they're like pals. They In real life, they were like actual friends, fast friends from the first movie. And so this was a chance for him to do that. He also wanted to buy a house in Argentina, so it gave him a chance to go down there and do that on the cheap nice. and all that. I almost got ripped off. Pro-cons list. My yeah. friend's doing it. Check. Well, <laughs> I can buy a house. Check. Check. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is what rich people Shitty do. Shitty script. Yeah. Check. Here's what, in fact, here, I got scrutiny for this. Scrutiny. Sir Sean Connery was almost cheated when he almost purchased a mansion at the exorbitant price. Or at an exorbitant price. That's that's okay. the least amount of like uh, information ever about a fact. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Give me more like than they that. They have been angry. But I, <laughs> I didn't he almost bought a, pri- a house for too much over asking. Yeah. Wow. Too much more than I should have. Here, I didn't finish this quote here. I almost forgot. Uh, the rest of this uh, Michael Ironside quote goes like this. I figured if I was going to do this stupid movie, I may as well have some fun and go far over the top as I possibly could. All that eye rolling and foaming at the mouth was me deciding if I was going to be in a piece of shit like that movie. I was going to be the most memorable effing thing in it, and I think I succeeded, he says. He did He did pretty good. In a sideshow movie uh, such as this with so many spectacles, he, he stood out pretty good. I think Randy yeah. would argue Cox still takes the ticket there. Uh, yeah, like, I think Cox did pretty good. Like yeah. if you're if you're talking about what was the most memorable thing from this movie, like Sean Connery just chews scenery. He's just right. everything he's in. You're just like, what am I looking at right now? He's obviously and he's, he's like a good in time. this B. He's like in this uh, B story comedy that's supposed to be, and that finally converges with the A story the, eventually. Uh, it's yeah. weird. After he like, uh, boy, gets a little suggestive with a woman on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear the isolated audio track of uh, what he says? No. I. I yeah. He <laughs> what? Said some stuff. It, what did he say? The ladies. The ladies with dark hair like to sit on men's faces. What? Yes. Yes. Is he's saying really all kinds of said? crazy trash. That's really, that's really what he says. There's it, YouTube videos where they isolate out his audio. Oh my god. It feels gosh. like a totally different movie when you're watching. Uh, when you're watching his scenes up until yeah. a certain point and yeah. like weird. I had no idea that's what he and said why, why does the time travel I guess it's not time travel for him it's getting summoned never mind I was gonna say why does he pop up back in Scotland like they can't uh, if you I, summon somebody shouldn't they summon right. where you want them I mean, yes, I think so. that, he has to he has to go back to a place of his death or something to it's like I guess you can't okay. you have to start back to your last checkpoint or something. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. That's a very it's kind of a um what you say there is a little bit of a Seinfeld <laughs> sounding thing, but but yeah, you you know how to take the reservation. You don't know how to keep it. Like, right, exactly. where right. are you gonna put Part your Part of the word summon <laughs> means to bring to you. Yeah. I I would agree. 
Um, all right. This funny other stuff. After the film bombed at the uh, Bucks office, it was decided the following movies, Highlander, The Final Dimension in 94, Highlander Endgame in 2000, and Highlander, The Source, 2007, which was that whole other guy, the the TV show guy, yeah. um, would be a true and faithful, uh, faithful. It would be true and faithful to the original film, its story, its mythology, and pretending the second movie never happened. The long running right. joke amongst uh, Highlander fans uh, states that the official name of the third movie should have been Highlander Three: The Apology. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because Three's pretty bad too. Three's not great. You know? but, but yeah, but Three. But I'm I'm gonna yeah I'm, I'm kind of on that side too. I mean Three's not great, but at least it's it's not incomprehensible. I mean the things that they mm-hmm. do is like okay, you know I can blame I can blame you know other things, mm-hmm. but this one was just a just a weird. Show it. It's okay. So never I, mentioned again in the entirety no, of, of lore no. or anything like that. This is what they did with um, Superman, right? Uh, right. That the um, not Henry Cavill, who's the guy before him? The uh, oh, uh, the Brandon, one, one, one Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Yeah. yeah. That that was uh, like took place or was a continuation of Superman two, and they kind of pretended three and four didn't exist. You can't that, right. you can't pretend that. Right. But that was like my favorite <laughs> Superman movie of uh, over like a thirty year stretch. That it was, was? A, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Oh well, yeah. It's, it's a quiet movie. This this it's a it's a good little watch. It's a comforting watch. Wait wait wait. Are you talking about the Brandon Routh Superman? Yeah or are you talking yeah, about yeah, Superman two. Yeah I agree. Superman I really returns returns. Right. Yeah. Correct. I actually do really like. I like Brandon Routh as Superman more than I like uh, Cavill mm, as Superman. Agreed. I don't think that's a popular opinion, but um, I, I think you're not. I think there are pro- probably quite a few people that feel that way. I I yeah. don't yeah. know he's if got the I sense do. of humor. Yeah, that you know what right, that is right. the one thing severely lacking in the Snyderverse stuff is that, and I think Henry Cavill's capable of it. Mm, um, I know he is from other stuff I've seen. I just don't think yeah. he was allowed to do it. I think they were just right. Yeah, that, they 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 pretty much took this Superman from you know the angry pissed off superman just from from the get-go that's right. what they labeled this character and how he's been portrayed throughout kind of like the ben ben affleck batman they never really mm. it just they plop mm-hmm. him down in this one place and they never move him he yeah. just stays mm-hmm. the same throughout stays angry yeah mm-hmm. which yeah. is a bummer man i don't know that, i don't bummer. i mean i'm never going to cast affleck as my batman but i still right. think there was potential there and they just you, you, squandered this it. movie this movie had me thinking about something while I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> I remember watching, <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, I thought I saw Highlander 2 first. And, oh, but I, really? But yeah, I thought I saw it first before I saw any of the rest of them. But I do remember actually seeing the first one on TV, and then I saw the second one. And so I was a little relieved. Cause I'm like, because usually if I, see, uh, if I see a bad number two, <laughs> I, will, you know, I won't go back and watch one. But then I started thinking about number two movies that I saw first that encouraged me to go back, or at least a sequel, that encouraged me to go back and watch the original that I definitely would not have continued the series on if I had saw the original first, God. such as Terminator 2. I saw it first before Terminator 1. Oh, really? I saw the Whoa. first one at my at my age. What are now, you, as film I've gotten sack? older, I appreciate Terminator 1. I think you're, fil- you're a human film it. sack is what you are. You're like a, a human yeah, embodiment right. of us. You watch the sequels right. before I the original. The exactly only I movie I can remember seeing the sequel before I saw the original, because I must have been a real stickler for that. But the right. only time I ever remember doing that was seeing Karate Kid 2 before Karate Kid 1. Interesting. And you get enough of Karate Kid 1 at the beginning of oh Karate Kid. Oh, my God. They show, the whole, fir- they show the whole first one. Now, <laughs> right. The Road Warrior is another yeah. one. Like the Road, oh, Mad Max okay. Road Warrior. Yep. I saw yep. it first. 
And that, I would never, I probably I would not have first watched first the first one. No, that, I, you I know what? Same with me. I saw Road Warrior long before I saw the first one. And right. it's, yeah. it's so, so much to, better that uh, it was hard actually to watch. I, the first I one. think the, the gold standard for this, like the most extreme example is the 90% of the audience who saw Serenity before Firefly. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. like that's, a, that's a thing where like, you better make your movie, you better make your sequel really <laughs> make sense to somebody right. who hasn't seen the thing before because yeah. it was really firefly wasn't just wasn't that, available to you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. is that, that is that documented somewhere like that many people saw serenity before seeing the tv show because that blows my mind that literally everyone i that. i went to see that movie with like 14 people and i was the only one who had seen i'm gonna firefly. raise my wow. hand and admit i'll admit i am one of those i had never seen the show i, I knew i wanted to and that it was gonna yeah. and all that but again you know this is pre-streaming it's you know fox barely ran right, it right. If they canceled it it's only, it only air for a season yeah you could barely there wasn't really great ways to get it and i when the movie came out in 05 it's still one of my favorite movies of all time and of that year by far my favorite movie of that year i loved it 2005 by the way and um it uh was so good i was like all right well now i'm gonna immediately watch the series as soon as i can and i did but i was definitely one of those people saw it later yeah. but that was okay well, for i actually liked that like uh, that movie stood on yeah, its own which which to but me you don't get the you don't you don't probably not as impactful when Wash dies as if you had grown to love him over the course of the long series that had gone before. I don't know. I felt like it I felt like it did fine with Still that. Did? Like I think okay. the film is right. well made enough that those relationships and characterizations were strong enough where I, I you know, what was it Inside the full the impact? Maybe not, but yeah. it was good enough and I, and then and it was mm-hmm. enough for me to go, Well, I want to go see what happened all before this and and I didn't yeah. ever feel it didn't feel jarring to go to the series and now be on a series budget viewing uh, after seeing this big budget film. It, it worked right. out pretty good. Normally that's a problem, but it didn't bother me this time. It was it was a good time. Now I've seen the series like, I don't know, eight times through and of course, yeah. the movie like 20 something times. And mm-hmm. oh, I love that movie. Guys. Now, so my good. final one on the list that I saw a sequel before and if I had seen it in order, I probably would not have watched is Friday the 13th Part 3 when Jason actually you know, has his hockey mask if I had seen the first one, I would have. I would have never. Oh. I would have never continued on. Yeah, right. Because there was no mask in that first one. There was no. There was no Jason until the very last seconds. It was I all mean, his mom. Yeah. Yeah, and then the second one, he wore he wore a potato sack, little burlap sack thing on his head. That was kind of had most of the DNA, but it still wasn't quite cooked. Yeah, wasn't I'll give quite you there. Yeah, I'll give you another one. Um, a lot of people, and I'm in this list, saw Wrath of Khan before Star Trek One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the motion like, picture. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like a lot of people heard that that first movie was boring. They didn't see it. Then they heard right. that the second one was really exciting, and they went and watched it. Yeah, yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of that. I think that I'm trying to think if that's what I did. I think I did see the first one. Yeah, I did, and I thought, oh, that's not good Star Trek. And then, but then I remember being so excited for <laughs> Wrath of Khan because I I heard they nailed it and. What was that? Eighty one. They did nail it. Young. They finally got. They finally got it. They 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 made the movie. People are looking now. I I love the motion picture, but it is not like I love it as a standalone movie. I don't really see it as part of the whole series, but as a standalone movie, it was really interesting for me to see that take. I thought it had some. I thought it had things that I liked about it. I just realized. I, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, as you say, I think we don't even count the like the James Bond stuff. Nobody saw Doctor No, no first, right? As their first James Bond movie. No, very, right. no, no. Very few people, so I think you can't count that one. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing, though, right? Because even if you become a super fan of something, your your whatever you whatever road you travel to get there can be so yeah. different for everybody. You know, I know there's right. people who've seen, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, and haven't seen anything leading up to it. I'm sure someone like that exists and. Oh yeah, what's that like? That must be a weird thing. I don't know. That's got to be weird. I guess the point though was that Highlander two, the quickening. If I had actually seen it first, I probably would have never went back and watched any of oh, the others. There wouldn't have sure. been any reason to, right? You would have been no. like, well, uh, okay, this? yeah. There's yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, do, do you have any guesses on uh, on this right here? Gross. It seems to get longer every time I play it. It's like that sausage thing. <laughs> it's like the sausage. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I wrote down, and I really don't think this is it, is in that weird, for no reason, uh, commercial for the ghostly cooking show. Yeah, they that was fun. Dip, they dip a skeletal hand into some liquid and make somebody lick it off their uh, off of their <laughs> <steak fingers. laughs> um, That was pretty gross, I guess. It, what grossed yeah. me out because it was effects laden, so it's, those usually yeah. don't get me. What got me yeah. is just any time Michael Ironsides was like all up in someone's face, face breathing hard and spitting while he's yelling. I just, I yeah. just can't no. imagine he, that's a fun he used, experience. He used a uh, uh, personal space as a way to intimidate. Right? Yeah. He yeah. was constantly pulling people closer to him. Yeah, to intimidate. He, you them. know what? He, uh, I also I should admit something here. He freaks me out for a whole different reason in this movie than <laughs> usual. And I finally figured it out because he does this in a lot of movies. But this is the one where I've seen it. He's plain faced in a lot of things like uh, um, uh, Total Recall. Doesn't make a lot of expressions. He's just kind yeah, of right, looking right. pissed. Uh, but in this, he grins a lot, uh, and right. it's this evil grin thing. Whenever he strikes a pose where he's smiling ear to ear, he looks like yeah. a boss I used to have that still owes me eighty nine thousand dollars, and <laughs> and I hate I hate that whole of part of my life. Where's uh, my money, Ironside? So when I see him do that, I just go, oh, he looks like Ben. Oh, I'm not supposed to say his name, but anyway, well, oh, whatever. No. It's not his last name. This guy's named Ben, and he's an a hole, and he owes me eighty nine thousand dollars. What's his last Pritchett. name? And Pritchett. Yeah, Ben Pritchett. Just we'll wanna, just put Pritchett I just want to uh, appreciate Brian Dunaway for saying Michael Ironside. It's it's something yeah. we've talked about yeah. on this show many times before. It is really hard to say Michael Ironside. Yeah. It's singular. Yeah, you right. just want to put an S on the end of that name for some reason. Yeah, he's only got Every, one side, and it's iron. There was a TV yeah. show called Ironsides, and that's why. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 It was yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was the TV show Ironside as well? <laughs> now we got it. Might have been. Let's now find that I out. Think about it, I think it was. Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. The old Probably. Raymond Burr TV show was yeah. just Ironside. What's wrong with us? Uh, <laughs> it's the it's the ship. I, well, one of our battleships yeah. was old Ironsides, wasn't it? Those what, was it? There's some ways <laughs> yeah, where yeah, Ironside or Ironside. USS Constitution, right? Let's see. Old right. Ironsides. USS Constitution um, was old Ironside. Yeah. Okay, that that's why. See, because we're histor- we're history buffs. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's our excuse. This is, yeah. this is the seventh time we've seen Michael Ironside. Uh, it is not that doesn't even come close to our our longest runner on this episode. We've seen Sean Connery nine times now. Nice, nice. Uh, first in Zardoz, and then uh, uh, most recently in uh, well, I don't want to. Most recently in Dragonheart, we we saw Dragonheart right, right. maybe what year and a half ago or yeah, something like that. Yeah, 
That was an unfortunate um, film. We see him, did we? Um, we're, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we got we got League of Extraordinary Gentlemen out of this guy. Yeah. Uh, we saw Rising Sun a few years ago. Like mm-hmm. yeah. he's just Sean Connery is just he's perfect for us. Yeah, yeah. he's great. I mean, there's plenty more too. You know, there's not. We're not near yeah. done with his movies. Oh yeah. We did no. Oh, we still got. We still got a ways to go. I mean, he's uh, in one of my Virginia. favorite action films of all time. I love The Rock to this yeah. day. I'd watch The Rock right you now. Sure do. Yeah. Virginia Madsen was uh, I couldn't figure out how I felt about anything. Well, she's she's playing a trope, right? She is right. Like all she's got to do in this movie is be the trope of the woman who is there and gets kissed at the end, right? It's more than that. She's like she's like horny for beheadings. It's just the weirdest thing. (laughs) Well, how she gets so excited? She's got to be, you know, first against our protagonist and then with our protagonist and it's like uh uh maria conchito lonzo in total recall or running man whichever one she was in yeah right whichever schwarzenegger thing where she was against him and then with him yeah well she was she started out as this okay so we started out with her introduction is uh she's part of a uh, renegade force that is that is trying to infiltrate and find out what's going on with the shield. And so she shows up in t- typical early nineties, uh, you know, biker wear. And you think, you think, Oh, okay, look, it's a, it's a bunch of specialty guys who are really good at being thieves. And then she takes her helmet off and shakes her hair out. And you're like, Oh, it's a woman. <laughs> and so that's how we get to know her first. And then like five minutes later, you know, she gets to be a badass. but then five minutes later, she's like humping, you know, Christopher Lambert in the alley somewhere because he just beheaded somebody. And I'm like, where are we going with this character? Virginia? What is Um, where we're going going is the, you know, the lizard brain of the man who wrote the thing. Like it's just, you're probably right. She is just a, you know, like I say, a trope woman. Like she's, she, she doesn't make a lot of sense except as the, as the love object for our main character. Um, which well, she is, is, she has a lot of fun though. I will tell you this. She's a lot of fun to watch in this movie because Virginia though, Madsen's an incredible actor. Like she, right, she, exactly. She no, knows yeah, exactly legit. what to do to, to come off. Right. What, what the, the, her and Sean Connery are that I, I would say Ironsides is Ironside yeah. Yeah. is that, um, <laughs> I would say, uh, most everybody in this movie, Christopher Lambert, notwithstanding the dude can't, I think he's a terrible actor. I like his I presence. Do. I like his look. I think he's interesting to see. But Boy, his bad. his old man voice. Oh, it's is so worse. That so is the worst old man voice I have uh, ever heard. And I did I did the math. The hit the character should be maybe in his sixties. Yeah. He plays him yeah. like he's a hundred and two. What is going on? It was real dumb. But Once I, I had the power, did. I took up smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they chose to do that. That was a weird choice to have him. Was that his idea? Yeah. If it was, it was a bad idea. I th- I just think they didn't tell him not to. I think they they just you know they just let him roll with. I don't know what happened there. I yeah. can't say, but yeah, it's hard it to say, rough. right? I mean, is this okay? Can we can we quantify this and call this? I mean, as much fun as it is for it, this is a perfect film sack movie, no doubt, right? Like this is exactly right. what we like to do for old crappy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we do those things, so. The question is, though, could, is it quantifiable to say, is this the worst sequel to a pretty good original film ever made? I, 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 I would say 
It, in my experience so there. far, I can't think of anything else. I, know. I can't think I mean, of anything the else. Matrix, the Matrix is the only other one that comes to mind as being... But it doesn't take... Known, it's being known for being worse than the original. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. So I think this is the worst. Yeah. This, um, this takes the biggest plummet of any part two. Well, right, certainly, in certainly in genre would, stuff, right? Like genre film, like right. we all like. Like there, I can't think of anything that's got a worse. I want to. I want to offer up some options, though. Let's find some options. So, uh, Jurassic Park two probably I needs to be in that discussion. No, work. But I, it's in, I, I, was, like I didn't two. think it was as Lost World, right? Oh, it's not yeah. as bad, but uh, I would I mean, put it in your top fifteen or something. We, yeah. Just yeah. earlier this year, we talked about. Uh, too fast, too furious, right? Like it's just it's oh, a is, huge that's step a bad down. Sequel. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Top ten, I'd give it. I'd give that yeah, top um, Still not quite this, but it's in there. Caddyshack two always comes to mind because <laughs> it was an attempt movie. to re- reclaim oh. the magic of the original. And <laughs> right. it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> so like you, yeah. Was that that one didn't have who who stayed for that one? Ted, Ted Knight. Knight? I think Ted Knight, yeah, and that was Ted it. Knight was the only one that came back. I for. think so. <laughs> Which is so stupid. And Chevy Chase were out. Yeah. No, Chevy Chase is in Caddyshack too. Is he? I Chevy thought he Chase was. Is? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'd think he'd have uh, so, is, so is Dan Aykroyd and Randy Quaid, and it's like that ought to work, you know? Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, well, how about European Vacation? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Put that up there, pretty high. That's pretty bad. <laughs> good call. Uh, That's but a good I, one. I don't want to talk about comedies too much, right? Because like they all suck when they try to do a. You sequel, brought up right? Caddyshack. You brought up Caddyshack. Oh, they yeah, did have. It. By the I way, know, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I started thinking about it, I'm like, oh no, Dumb and Dumber. Or, oh shit, they're all bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Speed Two. Speed Two was really bad. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, you know what? Ted Knight did not expect. go in the sequel. It was Jackie Mason basically took over that role. It became the new Ted Knight in Caddyshack yeah. Two. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They. They. Right. Anytime you have a movie that is specifically supposed to be a one-off event, when you make a second one, you're like, okay, what are we doing here exactly? Oh, Dangerous yeah. Creatures. That's a bad sequel. It's not really and a sequel, so, though. Well, is no, it? not a sequel, though. That's yeah. yeah same actors, different. Uh, it's characters. almost it's almost worse, you know, because it's not a sequel. Like it's just, hey, what if we made this magic again, and then you still couldn't do it with a whole well, new story? I mean, but look at uh, Christopher Guest, who does that over and over and over with the um, the best in show and waiting for Guffman. I mean, for your consideration, was kind of a, a, a disappointment, but. Yeah, but he's a genius, you know. He is a genius. Uh, I put a speaking of. Uh, I know we were talking about Virginia Madsen a second ago. Did you remember she was in Dune, the original Dune? Yeah, I did. I did remember that. I didn't get a chance. I to completely yeah. forgot that. No, I had no idea she was. I in didn't. Dune. I didn't remember it until I saw it like a couple of days ago when I started researching this. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I completely completely forgot Virginia Madsen. IMDb was in Dune. has a well, list it here. Even look like her. Let's see if this IMDb list is any good. Uh, number one, Jaws two is what they say. This is all based on I think. I don't know. Oh, this is based on. Oh, this is okay. It's not based on ratings because the second one has got a higher or a lower rating, but it's number two. Grown Ups two. Never saw Grown Ups one either. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it's that big of a plummet. Grown Ups one was not that great. The it's sting, okay. It's funny. The sting two. I'm I'm going to disagree with number four, even though I don't think it's great. Tron Legacy shouldn't be fourth. No, um, I like Tron Police Legacy. Academy two. Their first assignment that was pretty bad. Rocky two. Disagree. Hard disagree. Yeah, uh, that's. Yeah. That's yeah. Rocky Two is like a miracle of a sequel because it it should be terrible and it's actually watchable. Yeah, I uh, think that's Fly great. Two. Oh yeah, the Fly oh, yeah. Two is really bad. <laughs> but I'll give you one other one. That's that's, 
one one other one that i always bring up is uh the second batman i guess it's batman returns batman returns i kind of like batman returns but i see why it would be on the the, uh michelle pfeiffer Catwoman, penguin yes yeah yeah yeah. i still kind of like it but maybe i just like it because of walking but the first one is so good comparatively oh number 10 the 10th on here is fly too so good job you you got the 10th on the list I swear uh, I'm not looking at the same list you are. That Wall Street Money Never Sleeps is uh, I never saw it. Oh, 11th. yeah, I never saw it either. So, yeah. There was and, a, and here's a confession time. Never saw the original. Oh, you should wow. see it. Yeah, you should never see saw the original Wall Street. Uh, you know what? You don't need to Check see it. Check it out. Don't see no. it. It's stupid. It's, what? It was really? an 80s, like, hey, stock market bullshit and uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's like very it. much locked into the 80s. I mean, you it's almost have to. Cocaine and uh, Wall Street. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like I like his movies. I like Oliver Stone, but I'm not. I don't know. That one yeah. just rubbed me wrong. Okay. Uh, they got Transformers: Rage, 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 Revenge of the Fallen, Triple uh, X: State of the Union, which I liked more than the first yep. one. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> so yeah, the, you know, mileage may vary. Obviously, opinions are going to be different. But um, oh, Blues Brothers 2000. That's a bad movie. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That's a sequel that had absolutely no reason to be made. <laughs> yeah, and we're ignoring Speed Two, but it's pretty bad. Um, anyway, I wish we, we could have ignored it. it years ago yeah. when we watched it. <laughs> we actually was that years now. Holy well, shit! I can't remember how long your speed two was. But it feels, feels like, like feels like minutes for some yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, um, and if yeah. you look if you look this up on Rotten Tomatoes, you just get a lot of comedies. Like there's just something about you can't make a sequel to Deuce Bigelow or uh, the Meet the Parents or any, you know like it just you, you can't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Russell, we haven't talked about him a lot. Russell Mulcahy, who directed um, two of these movies, this yeah. this and the one first one. Yep. Um, Australian director, still pretty young. He's just in his 60s, got more to say and do. His most recent thing was 2020's 13 Reasons Why. A couple episodes of that uh, from last year. Uh, did almost all of those Teen Wolf episodes. Directed 40 episodes oh, yeah, of that. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Anyway... Brian was saying it earlier, like the the music video career this dude yeah. is like insane. I'm just looking at this. My gosh, the 80s were directed by this guy. Music they were, wise, they absolutely yeah. were, yeah. and he had so many signature music video thing. I mean, I was such a massive music video fan. So like, you know, you'd you'd basically see one of these and say, oh, that's definitely Russ Mulcahy. Did real like basically all the all the Duran Duran stuff. Didn't he direct their their arena? Yes. concert yes video. that's on yeah. here uh, it's called oh crap i skipped past it now i can't find it it's, that's how big this like, list is like and it's people like billy joel the clips of the heart is that on there, there it too? is yep that's on yeah. there elton john's on all the elton john songs are on here um yeah he did stuff the as video a, as, killed the radio star the very first music video on yeah isn't MTV. that crazy and he was doing stuff yeah. before the that even happened in 76 he directed a music i mean what would become music videos for acdc baby please don't go human league um yeah. uh, this Does is all kids? before video killed the radio star it's crazy <laughs> why do you why why are you gonna you're gonna go get him you're gonna you go, go wanna, i want to see if he's a father mulcahy <laughs> oh i <laughs> see nice nice very nice that was a kind of dad joke i can Reach. appreciate i really like that <laughs> right that was a dad, dad joke a mash joke i'm just amazed i beat you to it yeah that was real good I um, this is a very small thing i just don't want to let it go the actor that played Hamlet in the play that was going on when Connery crashed it. Oh, the, the, the only other Scottish person in Scotland. Yes. yes. Uh, that guy, Stephen Grives is his name. Uh, English actor. You know him from a million things. 
including a nightmare on elm street he was dr moore in that but he's in a ton of stuff including Hmm. lots of things well he hasn't worked so much in the last 10 years but um he is cool looking that guy yeah the older he got the cooler he got but i think he's retired now so yeah yeah, and this is the first time we've seen him on film sack that kind of surprised me because i went and looked him up i'm like where have we seen this guy before we don't first time i thought we oh we saw scooby-doo yeah we saw you're right yeah we did yeah yeah we did and Nightmare on Elm Street. Not that, not that oh, version. Oh, we, we uh, did the sequel. Oh, oh yeah, we did, did we? Well, we did Nightmare yeah, on Elm Street. World heads were bouncing back Wait, and forth. And he, what? They were all the different voices. Didn't we do Nightmare? He, he, we did Nightmare. We did. See, look, look. He's come so close to making it in here, in here. But I think Randy's right. I don't think we ever hit him. Like Beastmaster uh, to TV uh, series. Come on. We, we did, did the, the first, first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we did we? Nightmare on Elm Street. Right? Nope. With Johnny Depp across the street. No, it's, it's, it's the dream team anyway is the one he's in, right? He's not in the first no, one. He's no, in he's in one. the first one. He's Dr. Moore in the first one. Yeah, but we did do the first one because we talked about Johnny Depp, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been yeah. on one time. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't credited. Then. He's been on here one effing time. That's all he, he was got. in the dream child as well. Oh, right. you know what's breaking the searcher? Mm. Um, Scott misspelled Nightmare on Elm oh, Street son in, of the, Scott. in the RSS. Did I? I'll fix that right now. I can fix that. It, it was film sack 336. I'm curious. Hold on. He, he ran Elm Street together. Oh, Elm okay. Street. Elm Street. You Elm Street. Elm Street. How dare Elm you? Sack, Elm Sack 336. 336. That's why, that's why he didn't come up there. Oh, here it is. Uh, you're right. So Elm Street is, is a separate. Uh, it's a, it's it's a space. Facts are only as good as your data yeah. enter. Yeah. Okay. And it also like it also uh, isn't searching right for Scooby-Doo. But that's just a that's a difference of opinion, I think, between uh scott and and the actual the name of the movie well um yeah whether the there's a hyphen or not i'm guessing yeah yeah that's what <laughs> yeah, it's well, the, the, the poster the has a hyphen yeah the, 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 the poster does. has a hyphen and the listing on imdb has a hyphen so i assume that's right uh i think to make it work you need to drop the exclamation point oh is that <laughs> what's going on Oh, uh, why did I do that? Grind. Yeah, it looks like wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. So we saw the first okay. game. I thought we saw the sequel. No, no we saw the no, first we're, one. I'm, uh, it looks like we saw the first one, Film Sack 393. Yeah. And that was the yeah. one. That's the okay. James Gunn written one. That's the one I remember us watching. Okay. Right. With the big well, then long he's part. like the main bad guy. He's the Mola Ram yeah. Yeah. looking dude in that. Yes. Yes. Our, he's cool. Our, our he searcher cool. here is really finicky. Oh, yeah, it's you got a very specific. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if anyone finds funny, how it doesn't work with typos, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I'm trying to look for another one where I put an exclamation like point on it, and there's not one. I never did that again. <laughs> you were just Poor really nice. excited about Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah, I did it. Uh, some of our watch alongs, I'll do it just because I don't know why. It just I was like, we're doing the Beholder watch along exclamation point, but I didn't do it on any movies. All right. Well, Scooby Doo scary, right? It's like, oh, Scooby Doo. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. What? Uh, Russell McKay, he, uh, you, you mentioned, dir- directed The Shadow, which we watched not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, this movie kind of looks like The Shadow. It, it kind of has the same. Yeah, it's the got the noir. noir. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Well, but they went a little too far sometimes as, as Scott captured and some of the animated gifts that he posted on Twitter. <laughs> There's one Lambert is like, all you can see is. See is his eyes. <laughs> they went to noir too far. Yeah, yeah they went yeah, to noir, noir too far, too my far. friends. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's garbage in that way. Um, and it's a bummer because clearly we're not looking at a dude here who doesn't know how to make stuff. Right. It's right, just right, right. Bad timing. Once again, like I said, there's a there's a big difference between putting it together, you know, a five minute music video that basically can kind of be abstract. Yeah, uh, this needs to be something that makes sense from beginning to end. 
And that can be a toughie. Well, yeah. and I bet you that the studio had a lot of like, all right, we want we want you to recreate the first Highlander movie, but put in the future. Mm-hmm. Give us the same right. kind of bad guy. Give us a um a, a killing spree scene with the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Um we we you know, there's an asterisk in the clause, so we think we can still use some of that queen music from the first movie. So I don't know, put yes. it in there maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but this boy boy do we go hard on that foreigner song at the end Man. oh i was gonna yeah, we, ask you who that was i didn't pay enough Lou attention Graham. yeah is it yeah. Lou Graham solo or is it foreigner no no no. it's the song right before okay so uh i had a foreigner record i was still i was still messing around with records in the 90s because that was you know they were yeah like were I, cool, I what man. i had yeah. they were cool yeah, was, yeah and i had a record player Vintage. and i had a foreigner record and i'm forgetting the name of the record but it had one song on the whole album that everybody liked um, standing in the rain I, it was like uh i want to know what love is was oh. the song oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah so this song in this movie was the track right before it yeah and so i would regularly put the needle down on the end of this track in order to start i want to know what love is yeah. that is right. the that is the bone in the uh boning in the drippy alley uh make out song is yeah. i want to know yeah. what love is it, i mean not in this film really but is. In, uh, in our lives in the late 80s, early 90s, it was. Now, this movie was wall-to-wall music, though. I mean, you definitely knew it was a music video artist. Yeah, but, oh, a, yeah, lot of, uh, but a lot of like freely available stuff. Like the oh, yeah, it was all over the place. Grace, the William Tell Overture during the Taylor scene. Yeah. Yes. I really liked the use of the bagpipe bit. Other than I hated the it scene, it was weird because it, it pulled me. It pulled emotion out of me where I should have been laughing instead. It was so. It was weird. I was like, "What am I feeling right now?" Yeah, weird. same. Why not, I, why same not thing. Be a psychopath. I can finally, talk about my true purpose. I have to stop this fan. <laughs> now, remember, call me anytime you have a single use need. Next time you have a fan problem. Right. It was such a weird feeling because I I felt emotion. I don't know if it was his performance or if it was the combination of the music, but I actually felt some emotion about it for a second. And I was like, what the hell? There's no way that should have moved me at all. Yeah. 100% but, the music, because if you, yeah. if they put any other music during that bit, you'd be laughing your head oh, off. Oh, yeah. Right. like, it, But that's what created the conflict, is I wanted to laugh and like it at the same time, because that damn music yeah. was making me like it. Yeah. And it's not even like... What was it Amazing Grace? Well, that's what it was, right? Yeah, it's Amazing Grace. It's the yes, only yeah, people yeah. hear on bagpipes ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's the, the only trope. song. <laughs> the, so the trope is literally called Amazing Freaking Grace. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about it and Sean Connery and his Scottish background. You know, yes. like all of that just worked. It, yeah. And Lambert smiling like, yeah, you. Yeah. It was just, it worked. It was I like everything was working again. in that scene. Yeah, yeah. you'll die again, but yeah. I'll just bring you back. Except I won't, because the third <laughs> film won't have anything to do. Yeah, with it. never, never summoned again. I guess right. that uh, that that superpower. Yeah, you know, yeah. just sticking our fingers into the uh, the the glowy jelly. Well, it's uh, like the, it's like the Queen music goes. Uh, no one summons forever. That's what they sing in the <laughs> song there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Who wants to summon forever? <laughs> <laughs> Almost makes it better. You guys know I'm a massive fan of horror movies. We all are here at, at uh, Film Sack. We're big fans of the horror film genre. And uh, I, you know, you're always looking for a good source for getting more of the stuff, right? You need your fix. <laughs> But uh, I'll tell you what, I get my fix at Shudder. I want to thank them for supporting the show, of course. They are a streaming service. If you haven't heard of them, I'm sure you have. 
with the best selection of horror, thriller, and supernatural movies, series, originals, from Hollywood favorites, cult classics, to original series and critically acclaimed new genre films. Lately, this has been my go-to, uh, not just for Halloween, but kind of moving forward. I just love the stuff over there. You can stream all of this great content ad-free for $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. That's really cheap. I mean, compare that to other services. That's really, really cheap. You'll have unlimited access to play their unique collection of all your favorite uh, movies on your favorite devices, such as you want to watch it on your iPhone, your iPad, your Apple TV, your Xbox One, your Xbox One X, your Xbox uh, Series X and S. Those all do it. Amazon Fire TV, Google Chromecast, Roku, Android devices, any other device you want. It's going to play there. Of course, your browser on your computer, too, if you'd rather just do that. New supernatural terrors, edge-of-your-seat thrillers, and shocking horrors are added every single week. They are the exclusive home for found footage hit VHS 94, a Shudder original. That is on my list to watch soon. Binge the latest seasons of Creepshow and Slasher, both exclusively on, on Shudder as well. Catch new episodes of Drag of the Drag competition show, The Bolay Brothers, Dragula, and a new docuseries called Behind the Monsters on the original and pop culture dominance of your favorite modern movie monsters. Think, you know, Freddy, Jason, that kind of stuff. New exclusives this month include Nicolas Cage and Prisoners of the of Ghostland of the Ghostland, rather, and Killer Shark movie Great White. Oh man, what else could you ask for? I love this service. You'll love it too. Uh it's super easy, simple. It's everything you want, and for a very low price per month. Get started streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content available. To try Shutter free for 30 days, go to Shutter.com and use the promo code FilmSack. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com, and that promo code is FilmSack for 30 days free. Why wouldn't you? Go do it. Y'all want to do some uh, some clips here? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Okay. I, I didn't Stop imagine there's too many good clips. Is there good clips? There's some pretty good clips. Not nothing oh, okay. too good big clips. to write home about. But you know, there was the fish guy at the beginning. He's pretty great. The fish guy is hilarious. Um all right, well here's the sentence. I'll just play it. So here you go. Therefore, I sentence you both to this same exile. An exile into the future. What? Silence, General Katana. All right. <laughs> I like those three bald you guys. Do. So I assume the three guys as a collective make the tribunal you will be sentenced. They make that right. voice without moving they their lips. The, but if yeah, any of right. them talk individually, hey, silence, yeah. you're not, it's not your turn to talk. Yeah, shut up, have, Katana, damn it. And then back to their, and, yeah. And importantly, have any of you seen the Red Dead Redemption cowboy guy on TikTok who says what? Yes, he's amazing. That guy's amazing. No. He's just uh, that's all he does. He just watches a video for a little while and goes, what? Yeah, because at the end, it's always something psycho like um, there's a there's somebody bathing their turtle in the water. And it's and he's like, all right, let's take a look at what we got here. Not then, even heard of this meme. But what's great is he'll he'll <laughs> this one is them washing a turtle. It looks like you're just making a nice time with your turtle. And then the very next scene is you're serving up cooked turtle legs. And so he's or legs. And he mm. goes, what? At the end, you have to see it. <laughs> It's really good. He's a great account to follow. And so now now I want to hear what you played again. Yeah, so let's hear a little of that. Therefore, I sentence you both to this same exile. An exile into the future. What? 
Silence, General it's Katana. Not, it's not quite the same what, but you know, it's there. Right. It's, it's in the ballpark. Um, Let's right. re-edit that. It's a future of, of the same planet we're on Earth, not a different planet than the planet we're on, but the same planet in the future. There you go. I don't know what this one is. I'll just play it. The show is over. I thought so too, Charlie. <laughs> Oh my God. It's like uh, Funkhauser on Curb Your Enthusiasm, but a bad impersonation of him. Oh my gosh. There's a new season of that happening right now, right? It's great, too. Yeah, I Pat Oswalt was in the most recent one, and it's a, a great episode. Oh, there are excited. so many new old things coming out right now. I know. Right. I know. Like we're, I think we're getting the new kids in the hall next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those guys, including the dude Holy from uh, Superstore. Yeah. Next year, we get a continuation of the 90s animated X-Men uh, TV show. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, the 97 thing. I'm super stoked yeah. about that. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, here's a, f- oh, it's the fish guy, but a longer version of it. I don't see nothing. Could be fish. Fish live in the lake. What was that about? explaining away why you know you're not seeing virginia madsen zoom in on a zip line because uh, it's fish <laughs> it's so weird he's a bad security man i'm just gonna say it he's terrible uh leave the future oh this is great i want you to leave for the future immediately leave for the future get on your plane future fly to the future the same planet we're on but the future of it yeah and the only reference to planet i guess in this cut was connery saying uh men of the planet we're you're yeah, yeah. free yeah. men of the planet free, free men, of, men the of the planet, planet. yeah free right. men yeah. of the planet put your guns away we're not going to need them for another i don't know thousand years thousand years here's, uh, here's a sci-fi shortcut for you if you ever need to pretend like you're on a on an alien planet all i gotta do is get some Egyptian era type stuff and then throw in some guns yeah. and you're instantly like, oh, this is an alien planet. Yeah, yeah. alien planet. Right. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. All right, here's Dr. Cox making his entrance or his first debut. Any tampering with the shield of any kind endangers the lives of every man, woman, and child on the planet. There you go. Yep. Dr. Cox. Uh, so so great when I saw him. Yeah. Like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, because he's great. <laughs> Yes, hey, let me uh, let me correct myself real quick. Uh, apparently, Amazon is holding the new season of Kids in the Hall for uh, for to surprise us with it when it's uh, finished in oh. post production. Okay. Oh, so because it's Amazon, they got to give us all of it at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's any time. It's any time in the next few months. They're gonna suddenly drop the new Kids in the Hall on us. We don't, we don't know that it's coming. Actually, you know, they, the they could do days. a new uh, the state series, except those guys never quit. and They just kept making shit. So <laughs> yeah. just go watch. Reno the hall is just getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> That's right. Uh, here's the oh, this voice is shit. I wrote. There are some people in this world who know when to stop, and some people who don't. Jeez, get a lot. What's for, yeah. for, what's his accent anyway? Well, he's from um, old. Well, he always tries, he, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a Zeist accent. Um, yeah. Okay, so I read up on this, and I didn't know this. He was born in New York in Long Island, and then was whisked away to Europe. Uh, his dad was in the military, and they were immediately like he was on maybe one or two years old, and they ended up in Sweden or Netherlands, somewhere like that, That's Switzerland, what, and Switzerland, then uh, Paris. Paris. So he's got this weird mixed up uh, three way language deal, and or you know accent deal, and it's just how he sounds. But it's part of why I don't like his acting. And it's not, you know what? It's not unlike um, uh, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's accent. I find it just 
mm-hmm. gratingly. That's exactly weird. who it felt like when yeah. he was doing the the raspy voice thing. I think I think he also did a old man voice at some point in time, and it sounds almost identical. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and it's it's just bullshit. It's just terrible. It's they should they should have stopped him. Said, dude, what are you doing? Don't do that voice. Just talk like you're slow or whatever. All right, here's the rat man. Let me have him. But I want him. It's my turn. McLeod, you're going to die. Come out and play. Play. <laughs> oh, my God. That scene went on way too long. Oh, and so way. much of that is just flying around on hoverboard too. chasing each other. <laughs> that was so yeah. dumb. That hoverboard uh, bullshit. Oh, my gosh. I hated that. that what's the, uh, Randy, what's the trope of two henchmen but we're just gonna attack him one at a time yeah uh, oh uh we just talked about this on matrix 2 uh oh yeah we did because um, it's wait your turn of the i don't know yeah yeah wait yeah. yeah wait your turn probably yeah oh, i can't remember I, yeah what was it i uh, i've forgotten the name of the trope but the the it's it's straight up uh the the bruce lee the og bruce lee fighting Right, uh, exactly. You, where where uh, the henchmen all just line up and attack him one at a time instead. Yeah. The, the fact yeah. is, if Brian and I were going to wrestle with Scott, yeah. we would both come at him at the same time from opposite directions. And you'd win. And yeah. The problem the problem in movies is you have a camera, and the camera needs to see this. So they put the camera sort of uh, in front of the main actor, and then you have to put both of the henchmen in sight, in plain sight. Right. right. And so they're like they're like or their shoulders are touching or whatever. It just like makes no sense. That yeah. it's not the way actual humans fight. Yeah. Also, by the way, pick up something and and swing it. Like what? What's what are you waiting for? Yeah, There's right. stuff all over the place. Yeah, uh, like pick it up those and breakaway it. railings. Just you know, you could. Pick yeah, he, that. Really, he eventually did do that, right? He did pick up a railing or pulled it, pulled it out of the uh, some kind yeah. of railing yeah. of some sort. Like a, I always and come back to think the universe. Yeah. I always come back to Pulp Fiction. If you know you're about to get into a fight, you're going to look around and find something to hold. Yeah, that's yeah. just what right. you should. That's do. what humans do. Yeah, yeah. unless and you're Phil Lamar. Just for sex, it's full of weaponry. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're Phil Lamar and then you're in the back seat and you're about to die and you don't know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep cut. All right, let's move on to Cox hamming it up. Here you go. It is a rather unique service. Don't you agree? As long as it's necessary. Meaning? Maybe one day the ozone layer will repair itself. That would indeed be a great day for the human race, wouldn't it? But it really makes no difference anymore. Ham, ham, McHammy, ham. By the way, at one point he says meaning, and it sounds funny on its own. I isolated it. Here it is. Meaning. 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 I like it. Meaning. Meaning. Sounds like beaker. It does. Like low beaker. Modulated beaker. Meaning. All right. Here's This is them cracking themselves up. Nothing lasts forever. Because they mention the song, basically. They kind of mention the, the Queen song a little. Nothing lasts forever, but they yeah. said nothing. It's almost like no one lives forever. It's almost like I that. don't know if it's the Queen song as much as just the, the Highlander Humor. never die, immortal, immortal business. Because right. who wants to live forever and nothing lasts forever? I mean, they're not quite. Yeah. Share the word forever. He does mention a kind of magic, though, while he's talking to Virginia Madsen, and that <laughs> kind of makes him chuckle. Yeah. And then he's yeah. playing, then the song, they did an orchestrated version of. Uh, who wants, who to, wants live to live forever? Yeah, while they were doing it, which was uh, the Queen version has that orchestrated. The original has that. It's not uh, right. Oh, really? Uh, no, oh, I thought it yeah, was a re. A, a I thought no, it was a redone thing. Okay, that's interesting. Uh-uh. Nope. Oh, nope. 
I like that version. I would listen to yeah. that. Well, that's cool. a great version. It's on the album A Kind of Magic by Queen, which well, you can you buy Queen. without having to buy the rest of the oh. Highlander soundtrack. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I'll just stream Thank it on God. its own. How about that? Uh, here's the here's the taxi guy that Dunaway wants to hump his leg. Okay, so this is that guy. <laughs> just kidding. You don't love him that much. Here you go. God damn! Whoa! Shit! Yeah! Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so excited. <laughs> he was really stoked. He's in a lot of stuff too. He had quite a little career. Lots yeah, of it is, yeah. Did, all right. yeah did all right. Uh, okay, Cox going off. I got a lot of Cox lines because <laughs> Cox going off. Yeah, here's some. Here's a, <laughs> Here's some cocks going off. <laughs> well, that's funny, Alex! Because I was under the impression that that's precisely what had happened. It's pretty good. It's pretty. Oh, good. I love the I love the laugh to angry acting right away. I do too. Mm-hmm. We don't get enough. He of that does well either. at that. Yeah. So we haven't seen angry acting on this level in a while. Yeah, it's been a like, bit. Like when we first meet uh, Doctor Cox, what's his name? John C. McGinley. <laughs> when we first meet him. He's basically the king of the world. He's this trope of right. the the one man who has way too much power to to do the right thing. Yeah. And like he can just have anything he wants. He tells people off however he wants. He doesn't respect anybody. And for, you know, for Jester to come along and have infinitely more power than him is is really shocking to him. And you can mm-hmm. see it. You can see his him, you know, like John C. McGinley lets the character change. And it's just like I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 actually I'm liking this movie more as we go. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> you're not end liking up. it for the reasons that they want us to like it for, but you're liking it for the reasons that work well on this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. This isn't one of those that we would ever veto. For example, even though it's oh, worse than yeah. some of the movies we vetoed, it's just got all the right elements and enough stuff around it, and we can have a great conversation about it. That's yeah. another interesting thing. It's zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero <laughs> yeah, percent. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's hard to do. Yeah, that's really hard. To, like Highlander three is four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So like, right. like think about that. Like yeah. watching how, how you, nothing for yeah. staring at a blank TV screen. Yeah, yeah. Get you, get you more. More tomatoes. <laughs> unlike the uh, Alien series and unlike the Matrix series, I don't know that I'm in that bit much of a mood to just keep rolling through the Highlander films. I think probably right. we can hold off right. for a long time and eventually get to Mario Van Peoples, but not right away. Or did yeah, but we there, do? there is a thing. Like if you if you put movies on some sort of subjective scale of goodness, right? Mm-hmm. There's a thing where as you go down, we we don't really want to sack it. We don't really want to sack it. It gets worse and worse. But then as you pass that, there's a peak. And then you as you head toward from like 10% to 0%, they get real good for us. Mm-hmm. Like we we want to sack the room. I'm I'm so glad the room exists, right? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it's 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 actually fun to watch how bad it is. We don't want a world without the room, unfortunately. And that's mm-hmm, just the mm-hmm. truth. The world is better with the room in it than it is without it, even though it is a shit show, garbage and, room. And Troll 2. I, I would extend that to Troll 2. Yeah, Troll 2 deserves <laughs> some love here. Oh, the yeah. We, is better because oh, Troll 2 exists. Yeah. Troll 2, a.k.a. Goblin 1. Goblin 1, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. I love I love that you remind us of that every time because I do actually yeah. forget about the Goblin. But, I do, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was the most hackneyed thing I've ever seen in my whole freaking life when it was like, yeah. where they live at Neil Bogg's Goblin Backwards. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's uh, Had Enough of You, another Cox moment. Oh, I think I've had enough of you. That was great. I like that bit. Um, gross. Oh, this, this was kind of gross, but it's a special effect. So I don't really count it, but, um, it's a uh, breaking the guy's neck on the table is kind of gross. 
pretty gross. You know? Thank you, thank you well, for snapping some cooked chicken bones in a microphone. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. what I needed. Yeah, that's what that sounded like. And I'm yeah. sure it was. Um, oh, say the name. is Well, this isn't really the name of the movie, but because they leave out the two and the quickening. But anyway, he says the name of the movie. The Highlander. All right. It says the name of the first movie, I guess. Or I guess it's not The Highlander, is it? It's just Highlander. Yeah, they never even say The Quickening. I thought they did. I thought they, they, they I thought they, they? Re- referred to the quickening because they they call, they referred to it as a a a sorcerer type power that connect, that binds them this time around instead of God. I sat through that else. movie twice and I never remember hearing them say that. I, I don't uh, remember yeah. that either. And, hmm. and don't forget, we watched a version that it, it might be missing a lot of things that well, were said. You, Dunaway watched the 2B yeah. version, which still should be the Renegade cut, just with should commercials. Be. Yeah. What commercials, by the way? We haven't asked. What What did you get advertised oh. from? Oh, that's a good question. I can't even recall. Oh, it ain't that's, working. That's then, when I was it? doing my best note-taking was during the commercials. Oh, I see. Yeah. The Capital One card. Capital One. Highlander <laughs> 2. The Cricketing. Brought to you by the Capital, Capital One card. What's in your wallet? And then they'll show that same ad four times. It's fantastic. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Actually, for, they rotated pretty good on 2B. I'll, I'll give them that. 2B at least does. There's a pretty good rotation. Commercial. It's owned by Fox, and they just have put everything they've ever owned that no one else wants on yeah. that channel. It's another Disney stream service, down the stream Disney owned thing. Uh, they I, all, also, gotta, the, um, uh, the IMDb TV has pretty good commercial selection. It's also commercial support. Yeah, it's, it's not, not bad. too bad. Yeah, and bad. and the thing I watch a lot of commercials, and like I still I love I love commercial TV. I just I I'll put it on. I'll turn on live television. And have it on when I'm in the living room, and uh, I can't tell you what they're for. That's right. it. like it's, it's it's always the case. Like there's all year long. There's been this Wayne's World uh, reunion commercial. I have no idea what that's for. Yeah, I, I see Wayne and Garth, right. and they're in their basement, and they're doing something. I don't yeah. know. That, that was that was Uber Eats yeah. or something. It was it was like a door. It was one of those. It was it was premiered at, on the Super Bowl. And you got to get your money's worth, so they keep running it over and over again. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's a bunch of commercials that I think of as my favorites. Just like a girl in the park commercial, and there's a, a commercial where these two guys are in a convertible and they're singing together. I don't know what these are for. Right, <laughs> like John hanging out with Little Nas and yeah, Little Nas X going, "Hey, we're both gay entertainers <laughs> right, from exactly. di- very different generations this, this and a, different music this is, style. this is almost this almost is kind of a continuation of a conversation I had the other day when I was uh, clothes shopping with my significant other. And she was very upset that none of the clothes is like, where are they, what are they doing now? It closed. I'm like, well, we're, we live in their world. Now we live in the, the world that is, that is being targeted, uh, for these products yeah. and we're no longer a part but, of that. But also we're just, for me, I'm just seeing what I saw in high school. All of it is from then, like everything yeah, everybody yes, wants happening. to buy, it's like a, mom jeans are back in. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. the high waist like freaking acid wash looking stupid jeans. I'll be glad when skinny leg jeans are finally done. Yeah, I, I, I just guess so. I, I I that just never worked for me. Doesn't ever. work for me then because I already got skinny now. legs. Yeah, I agree. I don't need to accentuate that. Do you think point. those weird baggy short things will come back? What are those called? Umlauts or cumlauts or bumlauts? What are they called? <laughs> Kulots. Kulots. That's it. That's it. You think those are coming back? Because I hope not. Umlauts. Um, umlauts. You don't want to wear an umlaut. That's not what you. But you could fit like three rapper wannabe white kids inside one yeah, pair of pants. Parachute pants. Yeah, yeah, they're horrendous. Well, not quite parachute. Parachute's more like. Um, I uh, I appreciate parachute pants. Lots of room. Yeah, but the, the ones you know. I'm you know the ones I'm thinking of right. Cool. Is yeah. it cool? Well, it depends. Are they baggy or like parachute pants are the baggy ones? Culottes are. Right. 
just now high, you're referring to high, like jams like or something high watery no what? Oh, they're dang it hold on 90s yeah. huge pants <laughs> oh okay so you're talking like mc like hammer ang- no, no not no. mc so hammer you're talking about lincoln park era kind of pants where everybody was and it's got a chain wrapped yeah. around is that what you're talking about yeah, the, yeah i found fat an legs example. all the way down i found an yeah. example let me stick it in the chat uh yeah in our discord yeah so this is about fat this, pants. this this thing here whatever the frick that was yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah, that, yeah. right the crisscross pants so i guess you those are the ones you wear backwards <laughs> yeah and they're just like gotcha. too much yeah. like i understand yeah that was that was during new metal era type stuff that was such a very short period in our history of well, I, I hope fashion. we don't go back to that because it was a bad time. We'll There's see. a better example of what I'm talking about. They just look so stupid. <laughs> yeah. like, I just I just looked up culottes and I still can't tell you what they are. It's a term that apparently it applies to like seven different things. Yeah. And it's, wow, it's, that's it's, not that's not how I thought uh, culottes would be spelled. <laughs> would I would expect? have never imagined the Highlander two would have been the thing that would have led us to fashion discussions. I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have thought. I, I don't know, man. There's culottes in our uh, Discord. Even right though there. Sean Connery's outfit was amazing. Oh, culottes is not what I'm thinking outfit. of. I guess it's well, whatever. But there's it, 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 different things. You like basically, if you just continue you think, the path of those legs yeah. all the way down to the floor, they're what you <laughs> yeah. posted. They're culottes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but it's the guy right above her that I hate. <laughs> he, he can die. <laughs> I hate everything about that guy. Yeah, I don't like that so, guy. So yeah, that was an era when we were trying to combine urban and snowboarder. It was uh it was an interesting yeah, time. It was a bad time for America and yeah. for the world. Here is uh here's a first time in the desert. First time in the desert. Which way to Vegas? He was trying to think. <laughs> it was like a little uh Russian there. Yeah. First time, yeah. time in yeah. the desert. <laughs> what is Vegas? I love it. Uh, this guy called him this jerk face. He called him a jerk face for some reason. Oh. Jerk face. Yeah. Hit it, dude. They, oops, sorry. They used up their shithead quota. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did. That was all gone. All gone. Um, this is Connery saying, "Hit it, dude." Hit it, dude. Yeah. Oh. oh God. They, oh, that was now. That was a low point for me. Yeah. Because why that. would he say, "Hit it, dude"? He doesn't oh, know that. He's already trying to confused about, about everything. Yeah. yeah, but he already is confused about everything, and suddenly he knows to say, "Hit it, dude." Like yeah. well, uh, the magic of understanding technology was Ironside had this amazing ability to understand all modern technologies, even though he's supposed to be from this. Why was past. The I was watching Mary Kate and Ashley films. Right, it's weird. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, here's Doctor Sonny Jackson, who I swear I know from something else, and I'm, here's his clip. Hello. I'm Dr. Sonny Jackson, and I've uh, looked over your report. As near as I can tell, you have a few bruises and lacerations, but I think you'll be okay in a day or so. Thanks. How about them? Oh, no way. They were both dead for the car stop. All right. Why do yeah, I know that guy? I, it's Jeff I love when you know yeah. from uh, Seinfeld or, or something. Uh, something like that, right? Some Not 90s. Seinfeld. So uh, he was definitely <laughs> in... Um, the Dukes of Hazard. I'm I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Because well, he was yeah. he was dead. That's his IMDb photo, right? He's he's in some kind of uh, backwater type. Yeah, this is like lot. He played, right. so looked it up. He played Huey Hogg in the Dukes of Hazard TV. Huey Hogg. That has got to be nephew to uh, Boss Hogg, right? Yep. That's got to be him. Doesn't yep, explain is. what I know him from. <laughs> right. I have no idea why I know that voice. But- I, okay, I, so, like the, I like movies that have all these side characters with outrageous accents, and that happened a lot in this film. Oh, yeah. He played uh, three different characters, at least, over the course of Baywatch. Oh. 
Oh, well, now I definitely didn't know him from that because I never saw an episode of Baywatch. Yeah, Jeff Altman. I, I, well, he was a stand-up comic, right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, doesn't look I, like it. No. <laughs> See, he's a mystery. <laughs> how, do you visually, how do you visually well, recognize a stand-up comic? Well, because I know I've seen a lot of him, and I don't know what else it would have been. You've seen too much of him. Yeah, I've seen too much of him. Yeah, I've definitely seen too yeah. much of that guy. Now. After oh that. yeah, here we go. Yeah, uh, he's he was a guest on Letterman a ton. He is big time. Um, so he was a stand-up back then, right? Like a stand-up guy, stand-up yeah. comic. Yeah, he was on forty-seven episodes of of Late Show with David Letterman as a as okay. a guest. Okay. So okay, well, probably saw a lot of him there. I probably did because I watched Letterman every effing day growing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where I did. Uh, here's a garbage laugh. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, so I'm sorry, but I just I got to go back to the last guy. So, All right, go ahead. This Jeff Altman voice, yeah. he uh, he sounds like uh, a character from Futurama. That's where it's. I finally finally landed on it in oh. my brain. Hello, I'm Doctor Sonny Jackson, and I've uh, looked over your report. I don't hear it. From yeah, what? the uh, the lawyer bird the lawyer. robot. The, 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 yeah, the, uh, the okay. yeah he's he's a yeah. southern southern fried chicken lawyer. Oh, yeah. the, there's actually a, I might there's be just a, a simple Kentucky Southern fried chicken lawyer, but I believe yeah, exactly. okay. All right, maybe that's, that's um, what he sounds like. All right. One of his earliest things was on the Starland vocal band TV series variety show that debuted in 1977 and probably didn't have any other episodes. Wow. But he mm-hmm. started out with his little comedy comedy on there. Is he still with us? Still around? It still looks like he's alive, but he retired yeah. like 10 years ago. Okay. Well, you yeah. know, if you can, you can. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, that laugh sucks. All right. Moving on to, uh, uh, oh, this is the nut crunch moment. Everybody enjoy this. I like how long it took him to scream. I really that do. That's what I, that's what I had fantastic. for breakfast. <laughs> you had nut crunch? Mm. <laughs> it was great. Oh, oh, I don't drink milk anymore, but when I did, nut crunch every morning. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Every morning. All right. So we know this band. So that's Foreigner? That's yeah. Foreigner. Uh, Lou Graham. Wow. I'd never heard that before. I would have never guessed that was Foreigner. Apparently it's the song right before I Want to Know What Love Is on and, that album. And and you, of course you would have guessed it. I, I mean, Lou Graham sounds like no one yeah, else, right? Like Lou Graham. Yeah. 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 Are they, what do they do these days? Are they hanging out? Are they got stuff going on? <laughs> oh, don't you know they're touring with like Def Leppard or something? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, they got to be, right? That's got to be the case. All right. Well, those are your clips, and that leads us to this. It's the film sack checklist. Porcupine hitmen from space. Check. They're in there. Uh, Give Zardoz a run for its money for worst Connery performance ever. Check. Although, I don't know. He was kind of one of the best things, but still. Why is he slumming in there? Get out of there. Yeah, right. Thirdly, why uh, is he shaking a prostitute around on a street mattress? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Whispering dirty things in the plane in her ear. And I'm no woman would go, oh, he, 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 when this weird looking freaking Ramirez guy does that in her ear. Uh, you know what? Right. I can't say uh, how I might react if somebody had covered the earth with a shield. You know, I don't know. She's hammered. Yeah. She's been like, down she's hammered. She even hammered. said that, like, uh, how do we stay up so high in a metal boat? <laughs> oh, because we're drunk. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, and then finally, the kind of sword play choreography I could do. Check. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the piece of trivia they talked about that, uh, about, uh, let's see, Lambert losing a part of his finger. Oh, yeah. Ironside. He what got did he cut do? real he, bad or 
Uh, yeah, he got cut real bad or something. Yeah, yeah threw out his uh, ankle or something weird. But Scott, the main ankle. reason you could do that sword play is because the camera doesn't show it. Yeah. yeah, you and I would just hit swords against each other yeah. like a couple of children, and the camera would occasionally flash to us doing that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we never get right. to see the sword fighting. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, let's get to some Star Trek connections. I have to think there's some or one or something. Yeah, right? it's just one, just one. Mm. <laughs> there can only there can only be one connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Foreigner, our Star Trek connection. <laughs> Make the magic last more. Uh, who is that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, that's a Peebo Bryson. Oh. Okay. Brian would know that right off the top of his episode. <laughs> Oh, Just us, can we give it another scene? I started too high. I'm sorry. Oh, or, so or maybe it started right on key and it's just high. Love so, uh, it. What Virginia Madsen. Oh, yeah. Virginia Madsen was our trope woman in this movie. Yeah. And okay. she made a single appearance in Star Trek. She played Kellen in the Voyager episode Unforgettable. 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 Hmm. That's what Kellen. you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's I'm a, just everything's a song right now. Guys. Yeah, yeah, you can't help it. I feel you. No, that's great. Uh, uh, a fine, a quality uh, uh, single listing this week for our film sack yeah. connection. Virginia yeah. Matson soundtrack connect or grade uh, soundtrack grade. I'd give it a P for perfect for this garbage. It's not good. It's not great. It's nothing. It's just whatever it is. It's fine for this. So that's, it doesn't. It doesn't try to uh, sail beyond yep. the material. Right. Yep. <laughs> and somehow I weirdly respect that. Just yeah, is what it is. All right, Twitter post time. You guys sum up this movie in 280 characters or less. Let's start this week with Randy Highlander to the quickening. In a world where there's only one woman and nothing makes sense, and men just sit around while violence happens in the boardroom, just take the woman mountain climbing and then get her almost killed repeatedly, and she'll kiss you. Yeah, I've heard that's true. Like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Oh, man. oh nice. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, we really need to watch movies with more women in them, I think is what Randy's saying. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's. Uh, I think that's exactly what he's saying. All right, Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. <laughs> but I want to hear Randy because Randy said, I. Oh, what were you saying, Randy? I, that. I missed it. I, I want to hear that. It just I, shocked me. I Movies with more women in them. But I, they're out there. Uh, they just don't come to us. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I know they exist. Oh, they yeah. absolutely exist. All right, Dunaway, now. Just through the traveling pants. Oh, Highlander 2, the quickening could be fish. Okay, my time is over here. Me plays bagpipes. <laughs> wow. Slash me plays bagpipes. Nice. To, slash me plays you, bagpipes. You went to uh, I, IRC there. Yeah, nicely yeah, done. Sure. I, feel, I, I'm a, I feel strange conflicting emotions about you playing bagpipes. Uh, this is actually a Discord post. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bunch of weird periods and, uh, and uh, asterisks. Nicely done. All right. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Highlander 2, The Quickening. Brian is typing a comment. No, Highlander 2, The Quickening. Two hours and the only character I cared about was the taxi driver's sister. Man, she sounds like a real trip. I hear she's in the music business. <laughs> True story. Nice call. I forgot he was doing you that. You and her could compare tattoos or yeah. something. You know what we're kind of uh, agreeing on is that a movie can be mostly that. It can be a sequence of scenes like that. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like the diner scene and the haberdasher scene and so on. Like you can make a movie that way. Yeah. 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 You're right. It just, it's just when, when it comes to it, you also have to have like an overarching plot that makes sense. And (laughs) you know, like, yeah, it's, 
it's a damn shame. It's amazing how far you can fall yeah. from, you know, a, a movie right. that has some good stuff to 0% on Rotten Tomatoes because you don't make sense. I can't believe that thing's at zero. I mean, not that it doesn't deserve <laughs> it, but I just, I don't think I've it's ever seen. It's almost like they just turned off the ability for people to, right. to rate it. Yeah. They just you know, said zero like, and left it there. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> we've seen, we've seen bad movies before, but this may be the most incomprehensible movie we've probably ever reviewed. I mean, yeah. Just, like it's. Yeah, again, incomprehensibility is a great description because it's just, first of all, you know, they stripped it and changed it and whatever for this edition of it, but it just doesn't, you don't really know what the hell anyone's trying to do. Yeah, you don't even always know where you're at. So there's like a scene like where they're, where Michael Ironside and Christopher Lambert are both at the top of a building somewhere fighting. And I'm like, why did he even go there? What is, did I miss something? Why is he fighting at the top of this right now yeah well somebody at amazon prime likes it because their uh, description which i just put in discord says prepare to experience one of the most spectacular cinematic adventures <laughs> oh <my laughs> that's trolling that is 100 percent troll yeah if not <laughs> if not that needs to be whatever that is that's shitty that's a shitty yeah, description right. <laughs> somebody playing a joke that makes me having a laugh that makes me not believe anyone ever again i don't believe anyone yeah. Yeah. Well, and it and it uh, this movie asks questions that I I want answers to, and it doesn't even begin to answer them. Like, how can you mountain climb to above the shield? Like you, could, right. yeah, you could, you could without going to the Alps or not the Alps, the uh, even, the, the, the uh, Nepal, Nepal. Right? Okay, right, right, right. but even let's just say they did. Like, how could you still? How, how would the, <laughs> they let the shield be there? And if if the shield is only twenty thousand feet off the you know sea level, yeah. then why make it that high? Yeah. Like the right, you should make right, the shield right. a lot lower. It's better for everybody. And, and I agree. The bigger question, why even go above the shield? We already know that, so that the ozone is see, healed. We've yeah, already they need we've to see it even, for themselves. They need oh to my see God, it why? Themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fair question, right? Fair question. Right. Um, okay. Where are we now? Oh, oh my gosh, you guys. I just got handed these. Check this out. So excited. I got alternate titles. No one even knows about these. Uh, oh. First one was almost, or was originally almost called There Can Only Be Some. Okay. That no. was, that was okay. the thing. Or Bylander. <laughs> like, get out of here. Like BYE, you know, like that. Right, right. Bylander. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. stuff. All right. Hey, I got a couple emails this week. Filmsack at gmail.com is where they were sent. Um, I do want to say one thing real quick about emails. No other show on the network gets as many and as cool of emails as this show does. I don't know why that is. Whatever we're doing, we're doing it right with that. Uh, everybody loves emailing the show. And I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for doing that. We love it. Um, so keep them coming. Here's one from Mark from Derbyshire, UK, who says, Hi, Scott, Brian, and Brian. Wait, what happened to Randy? Anyway, uh, I don't know why I didn't include your name on there. Uh, tonight, I have or I have just watched Red Notice on Netflix. Scrap the film sack schedule you guys have and sack this immediately. It has The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Uh, let's see. It is without yeah. a doubt the most tropey movie of all time, taking bits from all your favorite movies. Film sack this, and it will be the greatest film sack episode of all time. Tina and I looked at that on, uh, like we saw that on the Netflix list. You know, both of us kind of recovering from our COVID booster shots yesterday. Yeah, nice. And we're like, oh, that... Wow, look, they just found the prettiest people to put in one movie. And then we saw Rotten Tomato score, 40% or something like that. Oh, so uh, we we watched something else. We watched Love and Monsters, which was excellent. But uh, I heard that was good, yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, I would totally be up for watching this for film set because it, it looks like it would be a uh, 
a, a real missed opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's on, you know what? It's on Netflix. It, yeah, it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. It'll be there forever. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll get around to it. So we appreciate that, Mark. Now, here's the thing that calls me out a little bit. This email from Brendan says, hey, Sackers, I'm worried about Scott is the subject. <laughs> he says, at the end of the Geostorm episode just last week, instead of saying, quote, 280 characters when he introduced the Twitter post segment, he did it as 200 and Nick Cage. He says, <laughs> he really? says, yeah, he says, go back and listen to the final 10 minutes and you'll hear it. This was clearly a cry for more Nicolas Cage. You guys could review okay. Andy or The Rock or whatever. Well, we've already done The Rock, but uh, says, says Brendan. Okay, Brendan, I did. I did the work. I went and found it. And it's, eh, well, I'll let you guys hear it. You guys decide what I said. Okay, so here it goes. This is from last week as I introduced the Twitter segment. Here we go. All right, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 200 Nick Kate. 200 Nick Okay, so. <laughs> you did almost say I almost said Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, I almost said Nick Cage. So what does yeah. that mean? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know how to interpret it. So we need to what watch Pig. <laughs> we need to watch Pig. That's it. It's Pig. No, Mandy would be fun. Um, Mandy would be the better Mandy one. I hear Pig great. is good. I saw you- Mandy. Mandy is weird. But I'd yeah. do it again. What about that? What about that Five Nights at Freddy's thing? What about that one? Oh, is that? A, oh no, the it's oh, like Five right. Nights at Freddy's. It's uh, right. It's not officially Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's no, no. Willie's Wonderland or something. There you like go. That. Look at my Willie Wonderland. Nicholas Cage <laughs> visits Chuck E. Cheese late at night, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Animatronic, creepy animals, and all that shit. I, I mean, yeah. I'm you know, yeah. Let's let's yeah. let's do more. Oh, we cage. never watched Parents, and I wanted you guys to watch that. I thought that was actually a really great performance by him, and it's a really fun. Hold on, give uh, me, give me. I don't know parents. what that is. What is? Parents? Oh, Parents, where Nicolas Cage is is par- all all adults suddenly become mad. Oh uh, yeah, it, mad about it, wanting to kill their kids. They all want to kill their kids all of a sudden. So it's like some kind of them. zombie disease. Oh right, I've not heard of that. That sounds all right. Oh, I love it. I saw, I watched it. It's it's uh, is fantastic. Really, it's not what it's called though, right? Isn't that called Parent? I thought it was called it's Parent. Kind of a different it name. You might be right. It's anyways about parents. Hmm. Uh, the problem is, it's so freaking hard to look up Nick Cage movies. Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mom and Dad. That's Mom okay. and really, Mom it's and called Mom and Dad. I think that's right. I, don't I was thinking that's a worse worse name than parents. <laughs> If you've never seen the trailer for Mom and Dad, watch it. Parenthood 2. Zombies. <laughs> well, and that movie's got Selma Blair, right? Correct. Oh. See, I love her. 2017. Yeah, do you, this is do before you love her? Okay. Her current, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I like Selma Blair too, but I don't know if I have any special feelings about her. I don't think I love her. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Hey, you just these don't emails- know her like me and Randy do. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Not. Like Brian too. Count I mean, is she in. the one that gets out of the pool in the red bikini and... That's oh Phoebe Cates. God. Oh, Phoebe Cates, duh. All right. Selma Blair is the one that uh, kisses uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in that Dangerous Liaisons knockoff, oh. and the spit trail continues on for eight feet. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Selma Blair. Got, oh, yeah. Selma. She's in um, uh, the Hellboy. The Hellboy. Oh, yeah. Right. She's in Hellboy. Yes. Uh-huh. She's Liz. I do like her. She's. Um, she's and I think she has MS. Yeah. Right. She's there, was a, there was a recent documentary about um, her battle with MS. Yeah. And her. She's kind of rad. She's like super cool and strong about that. And it's worth seeing yeah. some of that if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not fair for people to have to get that. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Before we do, our next film, The Matrix Revolutions. 
Yeah, baby. Mm. We're finishing so, it up, right? Well, well mm-hmm. finishing it up in time for, for now. Them to start it back up again. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Max, HBO Max gets the new one uh, December. So we're going to, you know, we're going to do that. But for sure, we got to get three out of the way. That's what I'll happily watch at home. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, I you know, whatever. It's probably pretty good in IMAX or something. Or Yeah, like, I imagine it'll be better than the last two. Yeah. But we hope. We don't know. We I hope. Don't know. Yeah. Like, they're, they're so hit and miss over there. The Wachowskis sometimes make things I adore forever. And sometimes they make things that are horrendous. And, yeah. and sometimes right in the middle. That's but what's fun about it. You just never know what you're in for. I do feel like if they would let other people direct they would do better. I thought V for Vendetta was amazing, but they just co-wrote and produced. And I think that maybe helped. Um, I loved that adaptation. I thought V for Vendetta was amazing. Um, so they should do that more because there are other stuff like what's, what's the Tom Hanks one where it jumps around time. Um, it's cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas was interesting. I don't regret yeah. watching it, but it's just convoluted. Yeah. And uh, sense eight was just too many orgies and then what was the other thing oh the, the jupiter ascending which we saw here yeah was yeah. interesting but again just i don't know uh, they, they've lost their way hopefully Beautiful, they'll find it but insubstantial yeah so maybe they'll find yeah. their way here i don't know we'll it see. actually like you could actually extend our matrix watching back a ways like we've sacked all of it we've we've we watched yeah. speed racer we watched v for vendetta um i i don't know it feels like yeah it feels like they're trapped in a lane yeah, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. They're in the Wachowski lane, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Morpheus is on top of the semi. He's about to jump on top of you and hit you with a yeah. sword. So <laughs> watch out. Uh, all right, so that's next week, The Matrix Revolutions. Please come back and watch it. In the meantime, our website is filmsack.com. You can email us at filmsack at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at filmsack, and leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. We'd love that as well. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Wink. We'll see you next time. Wink. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Fish live in the lake. They sure do. <laughs> they